Who the heck are you supposed to be? I'm Vengeance. I thought his name was Batman. Yeah, me too. I am Batman. But you said your name was Vengeance. Because I'm also Vengeance. It's just really confusing. You dress like a bat. You have this spooky bat signal in the sky, and then someone asks you, who are you? And you say, I'm Vengeance. Because I'm Vengeance and Batman. So we have to make him talk. That's our main oh, thing, yeah, though. Okay. He's shy. He'll 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 yeah, crawl yeah. away in the corner. Well, I just I know I don't know <laughs> enough. <laughs> oh, dude, oh, yeah. we don't know anything about Batman either. <laughs> Nathaniel thinks Lego Batman's the best. But he, he... Uh, <laughs> okay, everyone's Hold entitled. On. I think Lego Batman opinion. is the second best. Okay. You know which one I think behind is the Batman that we're gonna talk about today. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I mean, like, okay, so. Oh, you don't want me to start? Okay. Well, yeah, let's. Uh, okay, but hold on. Um, let's let's roughly try to inter in like stick to that structure. So we we have like we'll, we'll intro with just like if you want to drive, Greg, you can drive. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, okay, it's okay. You know this what? whole idea. Never mind. Is your idea. This it's your whole... podcast, huh? <laughs> All right, so we're, we're just all just off. Think of a middle name. You got to think of a middle name. Okay. A middle name or an intro thing. Well, you guys uh, can't take mine. Can I go first? You can go first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You, you got to intro him. Oh, as I, as I know exactly. Guest. I've already. If, if you know, you pick a line. Uh-huh, yeah, now I got to go. Um, I, I have two ones, and I one of them I'm pretty sure none of, neither of you will pick. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, let's find my. And there here is. This is where the fun begins. Welcome to Dearly Debated, the show where you're entitled to your opinion, even if it's wrong. Uh. Going to start us off with our special guest host. I'm Liam. I just want to say I'm honored to be here. First of all, before I say my middle name, <laughs> Liam's I'm, really nervous. I'm, I, no, no, he's, no. he's really nervous to be on this cast. Well, today, he's going guys, to have so to let's, let's you know, show him a lot of love. It's only nerves because I've just I've just been listening. I've been a long time listener, and I've just been a big fan. So <laughs> he just found us. I'm like, a little starstruck. Never, never, he was like, "What's the name of this thing?" That I mean, I'm he talking is one of our seven billion listeners. So. I'm a little starstruck. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, being sitting here with you guys. It's really great in the fan. Wow, it's the guy. You guys are larger than life. Um, but, <laughs> well, maybe Nathaniel. Don't okay, don't make me come across the table. I will do it. I'm Liam. Vengeance. Maxwell. Oh, nice, nice. I wasn't going to tell you. So, uh, I, uh, I am Greg. Where is he? Friends. <laughs> and I'm Nathaniel. Why did you forget the name? <laughs> I, I knew you were going to say that one. <laughs> the other one was, I'm Nathaniel. Some days you just can't get rid of a Bob Levinson. <laughs> It's all of us are just yelling, like grunting our middle name. <laughs> okay, so I think we should do this whole episode in our band voices. Oh my gosh, no, that's gonna it's definitely it's, not gonna, it's be, gonna great. be funny for like it's two gonna seconds. Be, it's gonna be super listenable. No one's gonna complain. I want a listener to scroll fifty minutes and we're still talking. Our in hockey bed. All right, hey. So, so Nathaniel, what are we talking about today, man? Uh, we're talking about Superman. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Wait a minute, I'm not in the right place. Oh no, <laughs> Liam got really scared. I've never seen a super. <laughs> 
You never seen a Superman movie? No, that's not it's true. okay. They're all not that great. Not in a while. Congratulations. Though. Not in a while. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so funny. So Ashley, who's who, who's on the show with us mm-hmm. all the time, um, we disagree on a lot of things, mostly because how we how we process movies. Greg and I process movies similarly, mm-hmm. and she processes them differently, which generally leads us to mm-hmm. conflicting, interesting topic conversations, but usually conflicting, usually conflicting sure. viewpoints. Sure. Um, but we both agree that Superman Returns. It's one of those boring movies that's ever been made. <laughs> Superman Returns, like, is such a forgettable movie. It's so boring. Movie. Anyway. It's like, you know what I remember that movie? It, he gets shot in the eyeball. That's like the very the first scene. And that's, that's the, the most only... memorable. You might as well have turned it off. <laughs> it was like, like he downhill. got shot in the eyeball with, like, yeah. some gigantic gun. And, like, it's a close-up of, of the bullet cracking on his eyeball. And I, and I was, as a kid, I'm like, man, this guy's pretty strong. Man. That is a oh, strong oh, guy. Damn. That's, and, oh, and I was damn. like, congratulations. And then the rest of the movie happened. Oh, it was so boring. It was like, I wanted to like it so bad. It was like Kevin Spacey, and then it's somebody playing the piano, and then the movie was over. You know what? I think that was the only date that Nathaniel has ever been on. Really? Whoa. Really. <gasps> Nathaniel was 15. Spill it. And he got bullied into dating this girl by uh, his you other... You never told team. me. As, like, your oh, closest you friend. This, this that... is coming out on the podcast. It's going out. Okay, yeah. No, I... Okay, it's story time with Nathaniel. I'll put yes, a little jingle on go. here. Story time with Nathaniel. They're kind of boring, but you're going to listen anyway. That was um, not pre-recorded. No, it was not. So yeah, when I was 15, uh, no, no, I was 16 because I could drive by then. So I was 16. <laughs> and I, oh, I, I, I swam I, I swam competitively since I was like, there it is. six or seven. There it is. Um, so we're swimming and, and... She caught you swimming. <laughs> two of the girls on the team were like, hey, you should go out with Sarah. She really likes you. And I was like, what? Why, why would I do that? I, I was like... Why I, would you do this? I was like, even little Nathaniel was like, I have no interest in this. Like, Just do it. And I was like, if she asked me out, Oh, so yes, yeah, and so she she did. She a thirsty girl. Yeah. She did. So, so we went to like two movies. No wonder we, she was swimming. We quote, <laughs> dated for a month, and she was like, "This isn't working out." I was like, "Yeah, okay." Oh my <laughs> but oh. I remember that one of the movies we went to was Superman Returns. So that that relationship was that, doomed. Yeah. Oh, that relationship. Saying, I'll tell. Oh, you, that I'll tell you right now. From the word, I don't go. know if there's any relationship still going to this day that started. Super or it was in the middle or yeah. ended. <laughs> if you At were in point. a relationship and watched Superman Returns in it theaters, your, your relationship. relationship ended. It was, yeah. All right. So what do we? Really, okay. So here's here's here. Okay. I, I, so... I have the scenario in which Superman Returns actually strengthens your relationship. Mm-hmm. You're dating someone who is just suffering from insomnia. You take them to Superman Returns, <laughs> and for the first time in years, they sleep peacefully from insomnia. Like, Thank you. That Thank would be, you. We that... have to buy this movie immediately. That would so be a story asleep. of me dating a girl. She seemed perfect, but then <laughs> she, she, she informed me that she hadn't slept for two months, and I was like, oh my god. Mm-hmm. Fell asleep in the movie, couldn't wake her up. <laughs> I left. She's, she's still there. She's still, I know, she's still sleeping. All right, all right. Real topic. What are we talking about today? We are talking about Baman. So, not the best Baman, but uh, a Baman. Mm-hmm. Uh, new one. Maybe the not the Baman. maybe not the Baman that we we might have wanted. But mm. spoiler alert. But the it? one that we, we got. Mm. Was that a line? From yeah, it's not the hero. Uh, what is it? It's not the, the hero. The, the you he- hero you deserve, but the hero you need, which literally means nothing. I, I don't know what that was. That's from uh, the Dark Knight. Uh, okay, so. But before we the get there, before we get there, before we get there, what's like. Like, like I'll, I'll ask you first because when you start off, okay, give me your bat, your Batman background. Like, where, where was the first time you heard? Like, what was your first experience with Batman? What, what, like, like you? I, I mean, me and you watched through some of these old crappy movies. Oh, we watched. So, give me your unfiltered so, yeah, Batman so thoughts prior to right. the Batman. Right. So, up to, prior to the Batman, Greg oh. and I watched 
we, we started watching through the Batman movies chronologically, and neither of us yeah. had ever seen. I'd seen the Adam West one, but neither but of us had any see, ever seen yeah. any of the four ones that came out in the eighties and nineties. Thank 90s. God, I think <laughs> it would have ruined. Ba- Sorry, yeah. I'll talk um, about that on my uh, time. They weren't great. They were, there were some there were some stinkers, and then there were some real stinkers. Um, <laughs> okay, there was there was one real. I think three of them I could say I didn't hate. Really? I thought they I were all just. I, I didn't think they were good. Super movies. weird. And they, yeah, they were very weird. But I, I didn't hate them. Okay. I think I might have hated Batman and Robin. <laughs> really? <laughs> it was okay. We watched it now, just uh, last okay, night. There, right? The thing is, every every single one of those movies had something that I liked enough that I I wasn't You're like. You're telling I, me, Mr. Freeze? <laughs> I kind of liked him. I used to yeah, see you. I, okay. I <laughs> love. I love. I love Dude. that. But that cheesy, over-the-top garbage. If it's presented in a good manner, I like. Hence, why I love the Adam West one. Yeah, that's true. Um, that's consistent with. with yeah, your... and 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 it was just like the rest of the movie was just so bad. And again, I have said this before when we talked about Terminator. Actually, we haven't done a Terminator episode, but I've talked about. I've said this before in reference to Terminator Three. Yeah. When Arnold is the best actor in your movie, your movie has problems. Mm, that's true, um, man. He, he he and he did not kill it. No, he, he didn't kill he it. Was but the he, best actor. I also kind of. Was really digging his body paint, dude. I was just about to say they did a decent like the, job, the, and that's the thing. I think the visuals for a lot of those movies, I think the visuals kind of saved them because yeah. the visuals for all of them were well done. It was back when they used um, practical effects, and yeah. he's literally yeah. covered head to toe in like glitter paint. And, okay, and then Matea brought up, why was Poison Ivy not green? <laughs> and I think Uma Thurman just probably just refused to. Yeah, she's she's literally just like a normal person yeah. that got red hair. I from I, I also into the... kind of found Bane with the driver's cap adorable. <laughs> like I want dude, that Bane. Bane is such <laughs> such a useless character. <laughs> useless. That whole... he's literally just. I like keep forgetting that he was in the movie and he'd like pop out as the driver and I'm like why you're like oh we got Bane he can drive the car it's like wait what like there was one point where they're like make a make like make a hole in the wall and he can't and then it was like alright and I was like why is Bane here he always winterize your pipes I was like that's actually really good advice Arnie thanks yeah Um, but anyways anyways um, my introduction to Batman was either about the same time the tail end of Batman the Animated Series mm-hmm. and the oh, beginning so of good. Justice League. So good. Uh, or my dad watched like all, all, all most of the old show, shows, like the old classic shows. Really? My dad watched. And so I would sit down and watch them with him. So I, you know, I've watched like the old Batman. That's crazy. And like the Linda Carter Wonder Woman and, and the... Before my time. You have no idea yeah. what I'm talking about? Yeah. No idea. <clears throat> I think that Linda Carter's Wonder Woman is the reason that Wonder Woman is considered one like up there with Superman and Batman. Really? Is it kind of latched onto her and it was a really successful show. Anyways, we're not talking about Wonder Woman. We're talking about the Batman. The Batman. The Batman. Something. Talk about the Batman. <laughs> so are you a big fan? I love Batman. And yeah. one of the reasons I love Batman is because he's the world's greatest detective. So he's not just like Superman, who's kind of boring, let's be honest. Yeah. Um, but it's really just like, oh, me punch face. Rawr. Which, yeah. you know, I, I, I don't hate Superman. I think the Max Fleischer cartoons are actually like really good, um, even though they're like kind of racist in some of them. Because well, no, no. no. So <laughs> some of them are like Everything straight up. Old. They, no, they, they, they no, 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 no. These ones are like deliberate because they came out during World War II. Oh, so, so half like the villains are just Vietnamese. No, Japanese. <laughs> um, like straight up, some of them are like actually one of the one of the episodes. It's a really good episode. It's called Japaters, where they make the oh super bomber gosh. and these Japanese these Japanese uh, like uh, people like uh, Japanese spies. Infiltrate and try to uh, bomb Metropolis. Um, Sounds like a fun one. <laughs> and there's there's one where there's a villain, and he's he's not like he's not Japanese. 
but he's clearly a Japanese, like Dr. Seuss-style Japanese stereotype, and you're like, oh, no. oof, but they're still good. I still I still would stand by yeah. it as, like, they're a product of the time. Understand that going in, that right. there, there, are, there are some offensive depictions of, of Japanese people in there because we were at war with Japan at the time. It's like, they're going to say that about Russia when they look back at the times now yeah. where every yeah. Well, when Facebook said, yeah. when, Facebook, like, when Facebook right came now. out and said, um, we're going to allow people to make death threats to Russians in the context of Russia invading Ukraine, which is a little iffy. It did what they it li- said. Li- well, okay, so internal, fire, internal emails were, were obtained where they were like, we're going to allow this. Oh, wow. You yeah. can talk about murdering people as long as they're Russian. You don't think we're going to look back at that in like 100 years and be like, oh my God, yeah, I can't yeah. believe we allowed that. So, like, and I, you know, I think it's okay to understand that that's like offensive and a product of those times and say... I still enjoy the content. Yeah, we can grow, still, we can grow from yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. And still, and still say, other than that, I enjoyed this. Yeah. Sure. Um, Separate so the art from the artist. And, yeah. yeah. Well, the problem in that case is the art. <laughs> Separate the artist separate from the, the art. The art from the other part the of the villain art. villain from the art. Separate, separate the racism from the art. And Anyways, enjoy I'm still talking about Superman. Okay. But yeah, so I think that was my uh, first introduction to Batman. Yeah. And I always liked, I think Justice League, like, really does a good job of, of showing you why Batman can run with these superpower monsters. Mm-hmm. Is that he is intelligent and cunning and ruthless. Um, and you really like about that about him. But he's, he's also noble in his own way. Um, I think one of the best uh, episodes of Justice League, and they, they did it in Justice League, and they also did it in, um, as its own movie, that's Justice League Doomsday. Doom. Is it just called Doom? That... I think, no, no, I think it's Doomsday. It was Doomsday. Um, or just, it could be Justice League. It might be Justice League Doom. But basically the idea is, Superman is like, oh, here are all these superpowered freaks that could destroy the planet if they wanted to. I have contingency plans to take all of them Batman, down. Batman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Batman does. Yeah, yeah that, and, is, that is Doom. <clears throat> that was like one of the yeah. top five animated movies. Yeah. That's what I... Yeah, and, and in Justice League, they obviously they get all mad at him, and they're like, you need to leave the Justice League. And they're like, how could you do this to us? You know, what if you ever went crazy? And he's like... You don't have... Yeah, it's one of the... That's do- what you guys are here for. It's one of the, right, the like, best lines. It, yeah, it's like, I would expect you to stop me. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He literally, like... You're like, my they, they all get mad at him because, because they're like, why have you created these things that can kill us? He's like, he's like, you guys are super-powered weapons. If you ever turned, I'd need to stop you. And they're like, well, what if we made one for you? He's like, you haven't? He's like, you're an idiot. You're like, an idiot, he, yeah. he basically is like, if you haven't, then that's your fault. Yeah. He's like, you should. Yeah. And he's so dope, but he's yeah. talking to freaking superheroes, yeah. and he just... Yeah, yeah and... and, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, I just, and and the thing is, Batman has so many iterations. Yeah, I mean, he, he was uh, created by Bob Kane in the 1940s. I think like early, like 1940. Maybe and he was just a trope back then. Yeah, and he became a bit like him and Superman, and you know, a couple other ones just became these things. I mean, you go back and read like Golden Age, Silver Age comics, and then um, this kind of uh, rebirth in uh, in '89 with uh, Dark Knight Returns mm. or or whatever uh, the the one that. Um, well, it's both of them. It's Dark Knight, Dark yeah. Knight Rises, or something. Mm-hmm. The two of them. Yeah, yeah. Comics. Was, I'm trying to remember who who wrote it. He, he's the guy who wrote Watchmen, and I can't remember his name. Zack Snyder. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it was the Snyder cut. That was what it was. Um, <sighs> 1989, baby Zack Snyder was like, "I got it, guys. I fixed Batman. He kills people now." Snyder would do that, though. It's oh a Snyder uh, move. No, oh, who was the guy who wrote Watchmen? Anyways, it was that guy, Alan, something Parsons. Alan Thick. Alan Thin, actually. No, I, 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 I can't believe I'm blanking on this. Anyways, the point is, um, I kind of like all the different Batman iterations, mm, right? Yeah. There's the incredibly goofy, campy early one, right? Um, which a lot of time, the camp has kind of 
been a, a mainstay of Batman for a lot of Batman. Like, um, Batman the Brave and the Bold, I think, as an animated series, was such a, a good send-up of this is Batman deliberately campy. Yeah, it's like super goofy. Campy, and, but it's really fun to watch. And I think animated series and Justice League had that kind of the best version of Batman where he's he's kind of this noble protector where there is a line that he will never cross but he's super dedicated to his job he's a loner but you know he has people he cares about but he, he kind of has to fight to keep him out of his life and then there's like super gritty Batman where he's gonna cross the edge because he's been you know listening to Lincoln Park and putting on his mascara you know um, <laughs> And I think Zack Snyder's the worst offender in that case, where it's like, yeah, of course Batman kills people because I'm an idiot and I don't understand the character. And, oh and I'm, I'm, I'm of the mind that Batman doesn't execute people. Yes. Right? If he's fighting someone and they fall off a building and he can't grab them, yeah, it's like Batman's the, not going to lose sleep over it's that. It's like your fault, dude, for fighting Batman. Yeah, exactly. It, it's kind of like, you know, it, it's kind of like, you know, oh, you pull a gun on someone and you get shot. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not gonna be like he's a murderer. He's not no. a victim. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, but but Batman doesn't like summarily execute people. Right. 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 Now I do have a problem in in that like okay, a lot of these supervillains have committed genocide, like genocide scale murders, <laughs> and they're like we just throw them in jail, and not even like a really big jail. It's like a, a, you'll you know, face justice. You'll face it's justice. Like, by, I'll be out in like throwing two you years. in jail. <laughs> yeah, and it's like okay, no, like people get the death penalty. For like killing four people, you kill <laughs> four thousand people, and, and wanted death. to kill like, the entire population. The, yeah, you'll go to the Hague, and the Hague will be like, "You are literally Hitler, and we will execute you." <laughs> and they would be, they it would be, you know, appropriate for them to use that comparison. Um, it's like, no, you actually killed six million people. Right, you go straight to hell. Like, yeah. no, do not pass go. Do not break out of jail <laughs> you just, again. Just pass right through the the, the, the uh, jail, sir, and you just go right over there. We're going to kill you. <laughs> what if he has a 77,000th right. chance? Like, no. Actions have consequences. <laughs> Killing thousands of people. <laughs> the consequence is you should be executed. Like, I, I, I don't think that's unreasonable. They just give him, like, um, an in, inconveniently yeah, just, like, slap on the wrist, like, jail next cell. time you better not kill 4,000 people. Okay, I'll kill 3,999. <laughs> that's better. We'll work down to one eventually after the population has been completely decimated. Thank you. They give the Riddler a jail cell with a view. <laughs> they give <laughs> them in a window. Right, right. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. We'll yeah, right, right. Um, um, so anyways. But anyways, yeah. So last... I kind of love all the iterations of Batman. I think I think that the cartoons, I think the Adam West one is just near and dear to my heart because I think it's like such a good, it was so funny because I used to think, man, they made Batman really campy. And then I went back and read the like 1940 cartoons. I'm like, no, no, no. This is no, actually the exact essence of Batman. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the I think the Batman the animated series and the um, Justice League show capture that this essence of Batman without being either too campy or too serious. I think the Arkham games did the best iteration of a gritty Batman, yeah. where you know all the villains are there and well done, and it never feels goofy, but it also never feels like not Batman. I think we can all agree that Batman vs Superman was an abomination. Um, but I know we haven't gotten Liam's thought on, thoughts on but, that. But yeah, so I, love I Batman. Yeah. <laughs> get out. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't asked him these things. I'm really curious. Um, but yeah, so I, I I love Batman in kind of all his iterations. Yeah. I do think his like Batman would never kill anyone. I'm like okay, Batman would never execute anyone. But if someone died as a result of mm-hmm. being in a fight with Batman, or if Batman was like. You, you have to okay shoot. You that. have to kill this person in order to stop them. Right. I think Batman would do that. Like, 
Like if in, in Man of Steel he had actually had to break Zod's neck rather than just like pointing him in the other direction. Like if that had been a real thing, Zack Snyder, I hope you're taking notes. If that had been like an actual choice, like a trolley system choice, I think Batman would always make the the right choice. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think I don't think Batman would be paralyzed. Like the only the only way for me to stop this is to kill this person. I think he would do it. Yeah, yeah I think so too. I'd agree with that. Cool. All right. Well, hey, Liam. Yeah. Let's hear. Let's hear from you, man. So tell yeah. me about you're a Batman fan. I know that much. Sure. I know you're a Batman sure. fan. Where did that all start? Tell me. I, you I love Batman. I would probably say Batman's my favorite superhero. Oh, right. I think that's a take I'm gonna make. Yeah. As far as background goes, I would say there's like a vague memory yeah. of me watching the Adam West. Really? With That's like my I grandfather. Mean, like it's just like a vague – I know I've seen him before. That's it's been crazy. a long time and I know I've seen them before. Greg's just so young he doesn't – Yeah, seriously. Like I, I'm such an amateur in this field I feel like. So that was like my first – Do better, Greg. That felt like a brief introduction. But <laughs> I will say – the Nolan ones. Yeah. Mm. That's what hooked me. Yeah. That's what mm-hmm. hooked me. I remember like sitting in the theaters and I had to sit in the theaters with my mom, of course, because I was, I was 11 years old. So oh. she, she, I don't know how, how much she trusted. Listen, PG 13, I, I couldn't oh. get in without her. Dude, yeah. so 11 how, years old, you revel. That's how young I was. But like, I remember <clears throat> sitting there and it was magical. I was like, this is, this is the greatest movie experience I've ever had. Really? And I still look back on that and I'm like, it still might be the greatest. Was movie. that Dark Knight or Batman Begins? Dark Knight. Dark, Dark Knight. Knight, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dark Knight. And you'd seen was... Batman Begins before that? I have, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think I saw that, like, not in theaters. I just saw that, like, at home. Yeah. But, like, the theater, like, I remember the, the place was sold out. I was like, this is crazy. I was like, I've never experienced old, that, that, something that's like this. Oh, yeah. And then after the movie, I was like, that lived up to every expectation. Mm-hmm. So, like, that, that was when I was hooked. And, you know, Dark Knight Rises, I thought was really good as well. But like the Dark Knight was when I was like, this is incredible, and and I think the biggest difference with that was like, that was like the first superhero movie that I was like, this is just a great movie. Mm. Yeah, it really was. It's well, just a it was, phenomenal. Yeah, movie. It, it was one of the first like was X Men. X okay, so X Men, X Men, Spider Man. That's a good call. X Men, well, yeah, the X Men and the Spider Man movies. Were but the doing thing is, pretty both decent. of those had already done their garbage one. <laughs> right, right. That, yeah, they true, both already true. failed with their third movie, and also, but also. And I think maybe at 11 years old, you didn't realize this, but mm-hmm. they they were better caliber movies than those two movies, I think. Even, I think everybody yeah, was I, noticing I, that they took themselves more seriously. Well, mm-hmm. I, I also think that they are also just really well-constructed movies because Nolan is a very good director. And I think yeah, that sure. kind of... And he, he didn't... Sometimes a director can come onto a, a project because they're like, hey, big name, direct this project, but their, their heart isn't in it. No. And you can tell when the director actually cared to to craft the world mm-hmm. rather than just being like yeah just out some garbage script and make some money yeah make some money and move yeah. on and you know so like the Lord of the Rings you can see all the love that Peter Jackson put into it right and then the whole cast did and I think you can see that with the Nolan is that Nolan decided okay here's what I here's how I want to do the Batman thing you know kind of take it in a more not hyper realistic direction but kind of like a, a, a more grounded direction mm-hmm. which makes sense you can do it with Batman because there's no superpowers involved mm-hmm. and I think it worked really well he said okay let's, let's let's take these as more crime thrillers rather than you know wacky superhero nonsense mm-hmm. right and you know, I think he, he he had his vision and it was consistent across all three movies you know to varying degrees of success right. um, I don't think all those are the exact same level of quality no. I think obviously it peaked with the Dark Knight uh, I thought Batman Begins was a very good Batman origin. Mm-hmm. Um, I also saw Dark Knight at midnight and packed theater. We were in the very, very back because it was the only scene we could it get. It was an actual Dark Knight. Yes, it was an actual mm-hmm. Dark Knight. We were in the back, and I just remember when he does the pencil trick, 
everyone in the theater gasped, and then there was just like five seconds of dead silence it's in the theater. Insane. Um, it's gone. It's gone. And we were just like, oh. this movie is amazing. Everyone's just like, this movie is so good. Oh my gosh. Because, right, the, the, the Joker is the quintessential Batman villain, and if mm-hmm. you don't do that right, yeah. then it's not going to be a good movie. Yeah. And Ledger just absolutely and how captivating it. was he? Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Every, he was a scene stealer. Oh, yeah. 100%. Every time he's on the he's on the, the screen, you're like well, that engaged. Whole, that whole opening with the, of The Dark Knight is like, it's like the music is just steadily climbing. It's like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, yes, that, that, yeah. It's Ooh. like it's just slowly it's, coming it's in. So, it's the bank robbery, it, and you're you're just such, on edge. You're tense because you so know stressful. you know one of them is the the Joker, and you're like, mm-hmm. like you're kind of nervous. And then he finally takes his mask off. He's like, what doesn't kill you makes you stranger, stranger. And you're like, oh. Um, but anyway, so okay, so that's that was like, so that was like. Uh, that's what hooked you. Yes. Um, was there absolutely. any other forms other than so <clears throat> the Arkham games? I gotta give them a shout out. Mm. I, I haven't even made it through Incredible. the first one. Oh, dude. Incredible. Good. And like, I'm I'm not a typical like. I mean, I like like I'm a Fortnite guy. You know, I'm a first person <laughs> shooter Fortnite guy. Like, I'm a first person play shooter. Fortnite. Like, actually, <laughs> I do. You know, but like from like a story based video game, I don't really like play that because like it's just hard for me to like sit down and like play a story. Flew through those. I thought it was so well done, mm-hmm. and yeah, just the world that they built was in, insane. And I, it just got me hooked and hooked and hooked, and even even more hooked. Mm. Yeah, I was in. Yeah, they the the Arkham games make you feel like you're Batman. Mm-hmm. They they do such mm-hmm. a good job. It's like Batman stealthy, Batman fighty, and then Batman detectivey. They do they just hit. It's just firing on all yes. cylinders, and it does uh, one of the best iterations of the Joker. And all the other villains are just oh, yeah. really good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it was just we. Even the last one, which got a little weird because you're like, uh, oh, and now you have the Batmobile. So literally all the civilians are not in Gotham anymore because the Scarecrow's like, I'm going to gas the entire city. And it's like, but everyone's gone and it's literally just your goons. <laughs> so why are you gassing the city? Um, and even that one still has just, I mean, they just did such a good job. Mm-hmm. Um, That's awesome. You um, should definitely, I definitely recommend you play through them. So I actually, I played through the second one and I played the whole thing and then I said, okay, I'm gonna go back and play the first one now, and that's the one I'm halfway through. But uh, halfway through meaning like last sep five years, <laughs> I've gone through <laughs> half of it. But I'll probably eventually sit yeah, down. Especially, definitely... I'm pretty jonesed out for Batman right now, so I might get back to it. But um, yeah, it's definitely so that the, I guess going from city to to asylum, the combat's clunkier, mm-hmm. and it's not it doesn't flow as smoothly. But the story's much tighter, mm-hmm. and I think I think asylum's the best story. But city's really good too. So yeah. um, they're both excellent. Um, Greg, tell, all us right. about, tell us about your, yeah, your tell Batman. Yeah, tell us about your yeah, Batman. Yeah, so Batman. Uh, well, I've never not, heard of him. I don't I don't even know why I'm here. I definitely, I, talking I, about. I was, I'm a far more mainstream with my Batman knowledge and back, backstory. I, but I was also pampered a little bit because my, my starting, what I started out with was one Batman the Animated Series, which mm, is phenomenal. Phenomenal. I was like, that was my view of who Batman was. I was kind of like, all right, well, like, that's, that's what it should be like. And then the Nolan movies, right? I remember going to see Batman Begins in theaters. This is my first ever live-action Batman experience, aside from seeing, like, a Poison Ivy scene from one of those movies. In the, <laughs> uh, in, Batman in, Rama. In, I also in, saw, like, just that scene. In the waiting room, uh, in the waiting room at a dentist's office. I think I saw it in the waiting room at a dentist's office, too. Dude, you guys it, together? No, so, like, no, no. I, I was were telling just, him... Like, dentists were just like, okay, let's play Batman and Robin. Let's so just like, get wow. little kids horny before they come in. Because, like, that's all I... All I remember is having, like, my first sexual thought as a kid. was, like, was seriously <laughs> watching, like, Poison I'd be like made out with a guard and I was like what are, I, I was sitting there I was like what am I feeling right now <laughs> and then they were like alright Robert we're ready for you and I was like 
oh my gosh, what's like, going on yet. with my body? Yeah, I was like, give me a couple seconds here. No, I, I must have been like, you know, I was real little. And so Greg I was like, I don't, I'm so thirsty. I don't understand. <laughs> you guys have water back? Um, water back? Salad, I need <laughs> um, But anyways, it, realistically, I, I never seen any of those movies. I, you know, I, was, I experienced the, the, you know, the whole Nolan trilogy, follow, you know, was following my experience with Batman the Animated Series, and I had seen him in games and things like that, but he was always, he was more gritty at that point. Like, I didn't know the campy, old-school Batman before before all that, that he used to be. And so, going back and watching the Adam West ones and hearing a little bit more about the old comics, it's funny to me because, you know, I, I'm just like, why? He, like, he's intentionally one of the only superheroes you can be gritty with, right? Like, most of the other superheroes, you can't, like... It's it's hard to not accept the fact that you're wearing like something ridiculous, right? Like, like yeah, like, like, like X Men can do a decent job because you have characters like Wolverine that are just like that are just painful, right? And you have like you have a lot of these characters that kind of can sympathize with that stuff. But for the most part, you're like okay, like let's accept the fact that we look ridiculous. We're superheroes, <laughs> but Batman never was like that. And so when I went back and watched the campy stuff. I'm like, well, this is horrible. Like, like ah, this is this... no, no. no. But, but I mean, th- that's why. I mean, it, it's it's because that was my experience. But so I mean, obviously, I'm a huge, you know, huge fan of the Nolan movies. They, you know, they they hype me up for Batman big time. Um, but recently, me and Nathaniel went back and we watched uh, we watched all the, the the middle the middle ones. You know, we watched Adam West. I already knew it was his favorite. Uh, again, it was weird for me. It was kind of like a comedy. It is. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it is absolutely a comedy. But it's but and I said. It's all downhill from here, Greg. And he's like, oh, whatever. And then the next it four is, movies were not as good as is, that one. It is true. I was, like, utterly surprised that the next four <laughs> movies were just... I mean, they were they were confused. Like, it was like watching an episode of Power Rangers. Like, <laughs> perpetual, like, like four different episodes of Power... Like, like it's hard even to, to, like, to express what was... What they were even trying to... It was as if they knew that they would... Like, they were like... It doesn't matter. Just make him say this thing. Or make him say that thing. Like it, it has... never, rub a, never rub another man's rhubarb. Never, never rub another man's rhubarb, Batman. Like, like seriously, the Joker would just say things that made. And seriously, we'd pause and we'd be like, that literally makes no sense. They just, say? they just told him to make, just say whatever, whatever he wanted. It was, it was kind of like, um, we we're like, okay, did they, they didn't give. No way, he, no, way he, he, no way they had scripts. <laughs> they're well, just like, all right, Jake, listen, you're an insane person. Uh, okay, let me just say some random shit. But the thing uh, is, and then they're like, Jim Carrey, just uh, be yourself. Okay. <laughs> and, then, and then for sure, Arnold Schwarzenegger, they had to give him a script, and that's why he just seemed like a Teletubby like, the whole time. He would barge into a room and he'd be like, Wow, and I'm like, what? What am I watching? Like, he's like, you could do a decent course, job making him I, menacing. I, I don't he's know if huge. you know this, Greg, but every time he busts into the room, I went dun 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 dun. Did it was like they were con- like, and, and and the crazy thing is like if I if I'd watched those, I think I would have been confused as to what Batman even was, like what he I was think, trying to be. So, it's confused. Like, they honestly don't even do a good job in those movies explaining. Like this is Bruce Wayne. This is like he's a billionaire. His parents that like. There's no character development whatsoever. <laughs> he it's just like Batman plays a weird, obscure role in these bizarre, colorful <laughs> movies that like. Super confusing. Thing is, I can totally see you watching it as a kid and being like, "That was cool," because it have like, like to quote Jack Nicholson, "Where does he get all these wonderful toys?" Like, you know, I can see, I can see seeing that like that was really cool. But of course, we're sitting back, you know, expecting the the bat nipples and all the nonsense. Yeah, and that that well, tight bat butt. Whoo, 
it, it um, was really it was just like slightly homoerotic the whole time. Like it was it was bizarre, but but I will say And then Batman and Robin was just erotic. I, 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 <laughs> I will say that's true though. I will say there is, and, I, and, and I mentioned this to you. It's almost like Batman can be done... Well, most superheroes can be done one of two ways, right? Like, so you either have to go... You either have to be the campy superhero where you're, like, you're, you're Marvel and you're very self-aware. And you're like, hey, I'm shooting a bow and arrow. None of this makes sense. Like, it's just goofy, right? And you can lean into that. You can make good movies that are campy. Um, or, like, you can be gritty, right? Like, you have to either be really, really serious or just be completely campy. And not both. And, and I feel like all four of those middle ones were just... They were like, we're a cartoon. And it was like, no, 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 you're not a cartoon. This is a live action movie. And like the Adam West one was like, all right, let's be that cartoon. Like fully, let's lean into it. Like grab the bat, like the, the shark repellent bat, the bat spray. shark repellent. Yeah, and, and like it's, it's ridiculous. And then you have the Nolan movies that are like, no, we're going to pretend that like other superheroes don't exist. There are no superpowers. We're essentially in like what looks like dark New York City. Yeah, like they might, but like. It essentially is like dark, run-down New York City, and there's gangsters. Like, that's, that's what it feels. And that was, that's more like yeah. the he, animated series. Yeah, he said, let's make a, a mob drama. Yeah, I mean, it's essentially dude, what it is. With, with the guy wearing hockey pants. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so... All right. So that's all, okay, so that's all the, the, the post, the post, the Batman knowledge. But now, now, we're, now we're getting to the nitty-gritty. To the, to the, the Batman. Now. Now we're here. Ahoy, ahoy, mateys. There'll be spoilers ahead. Okay, yeah. If you have not seen the Batman. The Batman. Run away. Turn Literally, never, ever turn Take this your phone, that's not throw true. it out the window. Turn, what if it Drop was... it in the toilet. No, don't actually <laughs> Um... But yes, so all three of us have seen the Batman. Uh, I actually saw the it with each of Batman. you individually, so I've seen it twice. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, let's get your thoughts. Nathaniel, let's start with you, man. What give me, give me kind of like your like what did you like about it? What did you dislike about it? Like you, that movie did not need to be three hours long. <laughs> mm. um, okay, so let me just start by saying I thought it was good. Okay, I didn't think it was the best Batman movie ever because mm-hmm. that 96, the '66 movie already exists. Mm-hmm. Uh, but even if it was, I don't think it. Su- I don't think it uh, superseded the Nolan films. So I'm, I'm, I'm like, it's definitely head and shoulders above <laughs> any of the four it's movies. Pretty we low just bar, watched, <laughs> yeah. which admittedly is a very low bar. Yeah. Um, I, I think my ranking would still be Adam West Batman, Lego Batman, and Dark Knight as my top three, in no particular order. In personal favorite, I would put. Adam West one, but I think they're they're I think they're both I think all three of those are great Batman movies for different reasons. Sure, yeah, um, and 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 show like I was saying like different aspects of Batman and are all really fun movies to watch. And then I would probably put Batman Begins because I think it's it's really good. Batman it's not as good as Dark Knight. Yeah. I think Dark Knight Rises was weaker. Weakest of the three. The weakest of the three. By, by like clearly the week. It's still not bad, yeah. but I think it was clearly the weakest of the three. And I also really hated the fact that Bane wasn't the mastermind. This was like, so Bane was just a dumb job. That's that's, that's, that's the people. That's pretty good. I'm not actually that small. <laughs> um, anyways. Uh, and also can't understand damn word Tom Hardy's saying. Um, but uh, I would put it, I think I would put it above Dark Knight Rises. Like, level really? with Batman okay. Begins. Okay. Um, maybe a little bit lower. Because I think what I really, okay, so what I really liked about it is I liked how it dug into Batman as a character and, like, how he's functioning and how he's seeing 
his role. Now, I, I yeah. think they didn't do a good job balancing him with his Bruce Wayne side because, like, his Bruce Wayne side was basically non-existent. Um, <laughs> he was just Batman and he was all the time. definitely listening to too much Linkin Park. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, Crawl! Crawling in! And, and, and the thing is, I'm okay with him being, like, dark broody when he's being Batman. Like, yeah, I didn't yeah. have a problem with that. But then when he's Bruce Wayne, he's supposed to have this facade of a, of a billionaire playboy. Yeah. Um, it's supposed to be a, a dichotomous juxtaposition of dark, broody Batman with cheerful, happy-go-lucky billionaire playboy Wayne. Right, right. Um, and, and it's like, this is the mask. And, you know, Riddler said that. Like, this is your mask. Mm-hmm. Is Bruce Wayne is your mask. Batman's who you really are. And I agree with that. I thought that was, like, a good point. Except for, they didn't show a Bruce Wayne mask. They just showed Batman without his costume on. <laughs> but anyways... Um, I, I love that he was like keeping his journal. Yeah. Like, they showed that Batman is meticulous and thoughtful, except at the very end of the movie. But they, they show that he's meticulous and thoughtful and smart. Oh, whoops. And, whoopsie. <laughs> um, I really wish they had had him use more gadgets. Um, yeah. Because he, he, he had he had some things. Like he had the taser thing. Well, he had the and new he had, one. He had the, the bat had the, wings. Yeah, he had the bat or, wings. I don't even know the bat wings. He had the freaking... It was the freaking... Like the, uh, it was the freaking... Like the squirrel, squirrel suit. Yeah, I was yeah, like, that... Squirrel suit. It looks like he put on a Snuggie. Oh, it's a tough <laughs> like, look. It's not the, um, imposing. It, was, it, was, yeah, it wasn't a... The blanket thing? Yeah. I don't know. Think about it. It's a Snuggie. It's a Snuggie. Yeah, yeah. So it looked like he was wearing a Snuggie, and I was like... He was. It's a bad yeah. snuggie. Though. It was bad snuggie. I was like, well, at least he's nice and warm now. But <laughs> and then, didn't he? Well, also, didn't he fall on his face yeah, right I, after that, that I, smash? I, I was like, how did this? That? But I also, I, I also didn't get why he gets to the edge. He's like, oh, it looks all scared. And he's like, oh, never mind. I forgot. I, I got. I brought my bat suit, snuggie. I was like, uh, hmm. I think. Yeah, I think maybe they tried too hard at that point. Because yeah. I agree. They try to make it seem like, oh, he's new at this. You know, he's yeah. a little scared. I'm like. I don't know if you can convince me that he's scared of heights. Yeah, like yeah, I, that it's was, just not gonna. It, it, it's not gonna it, be it like wasn't a something thing. they established, and it didn't ever come up again. It, yeah, it, so was, it was like, like it didn't change well, anything. Don't, don't you think like the what about the scene when the Batmobile stalled? Isn't it that felt like an extension of like he's did you, still did you figuring catch that? things out? Like it, like when it roll it like rumbles up, and all of a sudden it's like. Mm. It just stopped. Are you sure that wasn't just Robert Pattinson failing to shift properly? <laughs> I mean, they kept, well, it, they kept it in as the best in. shot. They're like, yeah, 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 yeah. nobody noticed. They're like, take 100. The, the, the stunt guy, well, nobody I, noticed. The stunt guy was like, shit. I, I, uh, nobody noticed that. I had to ask Liam, too. I was like, did it stall? Was yeah. it like, when did this, this during the big chase? Was this, the was, this was right when he's like revving up in the alley and he's revving up, revving up, revving up, revving up. And then he, he goes and it just goes. And it just it squeaks. And then they oh, all. I noticed that. I thought it was just like. I thought that was on purpose. It was definitely. I don't intentional was so that whole thing was weird. I was like, he disappears. Was like, why did he get into his car to chase? Like, he he and he's the one who's like, all right, penguin, get in your car, and then I'll run you down. Like, why did he do that? I that, well, that they all had guns and they gunned him. Down. I got that, but but no, just, I I hear you. All you have to do it, is it go up on the gargoyle odd. and pick him off one by one. Like, yeah, it's not that hard. Bad, odd. Um, yeah, yeah. So there were there were a couple there were a couple moments in the movie where I was like, this this feels like a weird decision for all the characters involved to make. Just so they could have this cool scene, mm-hmm. there are a couple moments like that. Well, um, and I think that, yeah. but that I think that was the most blatant one where I was like, "This, I'm not. I don't understand why they got into this car chase, other than the fact that Matt Reeves was like, we need to have a car chase right. and show off the Batmobile.' But, and also, <laughs> like cool. that one scene where he like, you know, the part like he, he like, there's an explosion in front of, of me, in front of him, and he revs up anyways, and he and he hits the ramp. Like, sick. I think that, that that's sick. It's awesome. But it's it's literally it's like almost like the one part that it kind of breaks out of the. It's like this. It, it's like this is a superhero movie. It's not just like your typical crime, whatever. Right. Because if that happens in you know if you're watching 
whatever the Zodiac Killer with the uh, with you know Gyllenhaal. yeah with Jake Gyllenhaal it's like that's not happening like that happens everybody's like what are you doing right, right? so you're like clearly this is a Batman movie like he yeah. just he accelerated into a car crash off of a ramp in the middle well, of an explosion it, it almost felt like the studio WB was like okay you have to have at least one scene with the Batmobile um, but I mean you, that, that's, which is fine I thought, you, the Batman, yeah, you, I thought it was a cool chase scene it was just kind of like it's kind of like pod racing in episode one it's like okay this feels like it should be in a different movie Mm-hmm. Like it's a really cool scene. No, no, no! I didn't dislike the podcasting. Pod, pod, we talked about the podcasting scene. Yes. Pod racing is this, what we're this doing. Whole thing this is podcasting. This, this is podcasting. You, didn't, you don't remember that part where he sits, he sits down with Lotto and he's and just like, <laughs> we need to make that a button now. This is podcasting. Now this is podcasting. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like that thing. Back to um, back to the Batman chase. <laughs> the back to Batman chase. Um, again, it, it was like two really cool scenes. That could have been cut out without really losing anything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's like he could have captured the penguin without even getting it. Exactly. Car. Exactly. So, yeah. and again, um, part of the reason I don't think it needed to be three hours is like there's so much. There was a, there was a lot it, the second time I, 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 I watched it. I would have liked like... it a lot more if it was just like tighter movie. Um, well, I don't like it when it feels like movies are wasting time unnecessarily. I think mm-hmm. there are movies that need to be long, and I I, I wasn't I never felt like. Oh my god! Will this movie never end? I didn't feel like that. Well, it just—I I definitely was like there was a lot of fluff. Movies here. have to be like this is a thing when you're making films. Like movies have to be really good for you to enjoy it more than once. Like that's a big thing. The vast, 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 vast majority of movies aren't going to be that offensive, but they're not going to be movies that you want to watch twice. The really, really, really good ones—a small amount—are movies that you're like, man, I want to go back and watch that, right? And. And I think the problem is when you make a, a longer movie, even if it's good, you, like that window of opportunity shrinks mm-hmm. because you're like, it can be a good movie, but it's got to be a really good movie for you to want to watch three hours again. And I noticed that more the second time I watched because the first time, and I mean, granted, it got me to go watch it like two days after I watched it. So good on it. But like, but yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I watched it. I don't feel there are some movies where. Uh, the, the my the you know the movie to me when a movie is like so good I'm like right, let's go let's get back in line and watch it again that's yeah. like a truly great movie yeah um, a good movie is like someone else is like oh I haven't seen it let's go watch it like yeah sure I'll go watch it again mm-hmm. that's a good movie yeah. and then a movie that worked but didn't didn't uh, tickle my fancy it didn't poison ivy me. Um, oh, in the dentist's mm. office. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's incredibly disrespectful. I'm sorry, Greg. I love you. Oh, um, <laughs> uh, she got me. She got me. It's true. We need. We need an O. Oh, yeah. Just a boing. No. Um, no. Right, I will not. It in. There you go. Um, <laughs> Abby. Hates that. That was not intentional. Why did and she do that? She was just making a vase, and sometimes these things happen. For the listeners at home, there's, there's a, a very a vase phallic phallic vase. Yes, um, it's a phallic there is an uncircumcised vase, vase in our. <laughs> no. I might cut that part out. We need all, we need a visual podcast. Yeah, yeah I'll, 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 maybe Abby, maybe for Abby a would not forgive me if I, put a, if I put a picture of that up. Um, She's very ashamed of it. I'm like, it happens, Abby. It wasn't your fault. It just completely looks. I'm like, it's a minaret. It's like, a, it's 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 like a, one of the towers in Russia. Like, <laughs> it's kind of a penis. So, uh, so I, anyways, um, what was I talking about? Yeah, we lost. Right, it. Well, we lost I'll, it. I'll, I'll take over from there. I'll, I'll take over. From yeah, there. yeah. But so, so you know, I watched the Batman. If someone said, "Hey, I haven't seen this. You want to go see it?" 
I'd be like, mm, how much do I like you? Mm. Uh, I, I don't feel the need to watch it again. Okay. All right. So, so okay. Well, well <clears throat> so I watched it with you, and, and I, I kind of got your unfiltered thoughts initially. And, but I also did the same with Liam. Mm-hmm. And we were kind of both in the same boat when we first came out where we were like, we were both like, man, it was really good. And then we slo- it slowly escalated yeah. to us talking about, like, maybe a lot of the holes in it. We were, by, the, by the end, we were like, yeah, why did that happen? Why did that happen? But it didn't change the fact that we were kind of jonesed out. Like, we were, like, juiced up. Like, I mean, and, and I still admit, like, it. Well, like, maybe you should stop taking drugs right after you watch a movie. <laughs> or before. Or before. Greg. But anyway, so, so Liam, tell me your thoughts. Then tell me your thoughts now. Oh, like, man. like, what do you think yeah, of this so thing, like, man? I'm a, bi- I'm a big emotional viewer okay. I, I needed to digest a little bit yeah yeah you know it's tough for me to to like we had a great discussion mm-hmm. of course in the movie theater parking lot after it yeah and, and like you said it just kind of like we were like visuals were awesome yeah score was great yeah. wow that was incredible and then it was like but like did this make sense to you and it was like <laughs> yeah. i didn't love the ending and i was like i don't know and i think the biggest i think at that point and I'll kind of speak on how I feel now. But at yeah. that point, I was like, I think my biggest qualm was the end. Right. Mm. It felt very hopeless. And maybe this says more about me as a viewer and what I'm looking for. Yeah. It was like, he didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Like, that's almost how I feel. I was like, the Riddler, like, I was almost confused at the end when they showed the Riddler in the prison cell crying. Yeah. Because I was like, you kind of want. Yeah. That's a yeah, good point. That's, I, was, I didn't I, even think I was, about that. I was a little confused. I was like. It didn't hit. He that realizes didn't... that Batman didn't stop anything. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, that didn't hit home to me because I was like, why are you crying? And here? I tried to pay attention the next time, and I'm like, he didn't know his plan was just. It was. He's like, they'll all flood to this thing, and I guess he yeah. thought that his goons would shoot more people than they did. I mean, but, they... but here's the thing: how did he know? He saw all. He saw. He heard the explosions. And he saw the flooding. So as far as he knows, everything went according to plan. That's a great point. Yeah, that's a great point. Was there like a little TV or something? Mm-hmm. No. They, uh, what, they, they gave they him a window. They better not be giving this guy a TV. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just didn't he have his iPhone? Threatened to murder the entire fit, like, city. But um, I also was not tracking. I guess you can chalk it up to he's a psychopath. I wasn't tracking with the, oh, we're going to take out all these corrupt people. Yeah. And now let's just kill everyone just for fun. Like, right. It was the Killmonger thing where I, you're with me. I'm with you. I don't agree, but I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. And now you're like, okay, kill all white people. I'm like, now you lost me. You lost me. <laughs> just like that. But anyways, okay. So, so I mean, that was like my biggest qualm. I was just like, I didn't feel like he did a lot. It felt very much like a setup movie. Yeah. Very much like, okay, they're just buildings towards something. Yeah. And even like the introduction of the Joker. Yeah, yeah, at the right. end, oh, yeah. that, that that felt it felt like it was just setting up like okay, this is Gotham, like oh, it's hopeless, and even like Catwoman talking to him at the end where she's like, "This is gonna kill you," like you're not really doing anything, mm. like that's that's how I felt. It's like <laughs> agreed. <laughs> I was like, I'm kind of with you, Zoe Kravitz. Like I'm with you. So like was that it was Zoe Kravitz. It was Zoe Kravitz. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, shout out Zoe Kravitz. She's <laughs> what a what a wonderful woman. Follow me on Instagram. Oh, Instagram. I know oh you're listening, God. Zoe. Um, Don't do it, Zoe. <laughs> That's how I felt, though. And, and like I said, I need a movie to sink in a little bit. And yeah. I will say, I'm not jonesing to go back and watch it. Yeah. I, I, I'm, a, like you said, the, the time of the movie is a factor there. Yeah, yeah. But, like, I've watched, like, Lord of the Rings, I'll watch a hundred times over. Like, and, I don't care how long that's a hard is. standard to keep, right? Because it's one of the greatest of movies course, ever. But, like, well, but if you want to talk about the three hour movies. Part of, yeah, part of the reason why most movies aren't three hours because you got to be really you darn good. You have to be that, yeah. to be that yeah, for me to, like, want to continually rewatch it. Yeah. So, like, 
I don't know. It, I'm not like so, so wanting to go back. What are like what it's like on the on the scale of like it was like let, let, let's create a scale here. We got we got the last Jedi. Then we have it was really really really, <laughs> well, really no, 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 bad. Let's take it back Jedi. to Batman. Let's take it back to Batman. Okay. okay. Dark Knight mm-hmm. watched it was instantly like that was so good. I will, I will watch it again right now. Yes. Yes. I agree. Batman and Robin. We need to purge Greg's TV with fire, right? <laughs> Cleanse it somewhere not in my between TV, these. Though. So yeah, where does it fall on that spectrum? Is so, what I'm saying. It's just, so I'll get. I will give it its due props Sorry, for Batman and Superman for, for how visual. Yeah, yeah. Tell me about some of the yeah, good yeah. things. Visually, was was really mm. impressed by. Yeah. It. The aesthetic of it was I thought was so cool. Um, I thought the soundtrack and the score, like all that stuff, was like mm. really engaging. Yeah. So like the first watch in the movie theaters, I was like, okay, this is a three hour movie, but like I guess. I didn't ever feel super bored. I just don't want to do it again. And right. um, that's kind of where I'm at. Robert Pattinson, I think, mm. was okay. I don't know mm. if they gave him a lot he didn't to really, work yeah, with. It's like, I don't think he did anything terrible, but like he also just didn't have a lot to... Yeah. Mm. yeah. He, he just talked very quietly the whole time. He's like, where are the names? He, was, he wasn't even giving like a brutish... Like The second time I paid attention to it more, and he was just like, everything he said, he was just like, hey, nice to Yeah, And it's like... Oh, could you like whisper that sad, any quieter yeah. for me? And it's like, yeah. Yeah. So, like, he, I was okay with his acting, I guess. Uh, and, you know, I hate to play the comparison game, but, like, I'll always go back to Dark Knight and be like, hey, uh, Andy Serkis, you're no Michael Caine. Uh... <laughs> it's so funny, though. When he's That scene when he's lying in bed and he's like, I was supposed to be a father to you. <laughs> you trusted me. And I failed you. I failed you. Oh my goodness, man! I really Michael Caine tugged at my heart. We, we definitely need to do a, a podcast where we talk about all the Batman movies. But man, well, Batman and Robin, uh, Alfred comes down with McGregor sing- syndrome. So we were like, McGregor it's you and McGregor syndrome. He just like started to start getting up to try to fight everybody. Like, no, Alfred, don't do it. You think you can connect me? Oh, it's Conor McGregor syndrome. Conor McGregor he just like, he uh, just starts walking around like this. He's like, hey, you'll do. F- Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with Alfred? It's progressed to stage two. Just starts. Anyway, we had sorry, a lot of fun with that. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, but um, yeah. So I, I, I agree with you. And, and so a lot of movies that have that kind of vibe, I'm like, okay, I appreciate that it's supposed to be dark and gritty. I couldn't see a damn thing. Mm. But I think they did a good job. Yeah. With it being dark, but I could still see what was what, yeah. what was important. Um, like the fight scene, I thought the fight scenes were great. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Um, especially because they were longer cuts, which that was one of the most frustrating things when we were watching the older Batman. Is it's like punch, cut, punch, cut, punch. And it's like okay, so literally they're just standing here doing. They're this. not even worth critiquing. <laughs> like they're just <laughs> so it, bad. It, it's just it's just it's silly. Never. We so shouldn't bad. even talk but, about it. But them. but the but the choreo- I thought the fight choreography. Was, I think that first fight was like really really good. Oh, yeah. is that in the subway? Um, with yeah, the, the subway fight. The I intro. The subway was fight great. was really really good. Was um, I thought the fight when in the dark hall where it's all lit up by the guns. Yep. I thought that was really cool. Um, again, I wish he had used more of his gadgets because like that first fight, he uses like his taser and his and his. Yep. I'm like, that's really cool. It's like Batman's using his arsenal. Like he's built his arsenal so that he yeah. can fight because he's always fighting groups. So he's built his arsenal so that he can fight groups. I always say he'd lean more into that rather than him just being like, punch face, which, you know, was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they they clearly failed because, as we were, as we know from the, from the four movies we watched, there has to be a ninja character who shows up, swings all the things, and then just basically Indiana Jones gets shot instantly. Um, so they didn't have that, so uh, zero stars, sorry. Uh, you, you tried, you failed. The, that, well, <laughs> okay. <we're> <laughs> Well, before we go, what was like yeah. your? What's your? Fi- so, like, what's your? If you had to rate this a yeah. movie, what if I had to rate it, 
Yeah. It's just like it's just okay. It's like is it okay? Is it above a five or below a five? It's above a five. It's above a five. It's above a five. It's above five mostly for just like how well made I thought the movie was. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. not necessarily plot driven, but like like I said, I think three fourths of the movie I was kind of into. Right. The ending didn't do it for me, and then it kind of opened up some other plot holes that I was like, I don't. Yeah. So it's it's like it's obviously not Dark Knight. It's not Batman Begins. Right. It's not Adam West. It's not. Of course, it's not Adam West. <laughs> well, that's be. a given. I don't even didn't, don't think I need to say that. Dark Knight Rises, it's like a little below Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. How can you do this? This is outrageous. <laughs> it's unfair. Oh, Robert Pattinson. I didn't even know you. Okay. Robert. Edward Cullen? Robert. So, so Put okay. Sparkling over there. <laughs> so, so, I'll, so I'll tell you what I think. So, yeah. um, so first off... Agreed. Like, like I agree. I'm pretty. I'm pretty similar to what Liam said. Um, I think the soundtrack alone, like, so like this. This happens to me sometimes. Like a movie soundtrack can really, it can turn me into a biggest fanboy of something. Mm-hmm. Um, it, like for instance, I think that Interstellar is an amazing movie. I think it's like one of the greatest movies ever because of the soundtrack, That's right? And, and I mean, and, and that might not be a great example because it's already, I think, a good enough movie. So um, I can give you an example of this. So all the Star Wars uh, shows that have been coming out, I've been, you know, middling to lukewarm yeah, on. Yeah, a decent example. But then I'm like, the music is so good. I just mm-hmm. want to watch the next one just to listen to the music. Yeah. It's huge. It's and, huge. And, and so, like, I'm, I'm for whatever reason, I love this new Batman theme. And I'm not talking, like, the one that everybody points to where dun, it's like, it's not, like, it's not learn just... Learn a new chord, dude. Not just the dun-dun, but it's most of the scenes that he deals with Catwoman. Yeah, the piano music and it's is like, really Yeah, good. it's it, like, the theme, it, it draws, so Giacchino drew from the original right it starts mm. off in, in like which I, oh my gosh those movies may have been terrible but holy crap the Danny Elfman scores are outstanding yeah I mean it's the, way it's, too good for that movie, it's, it's literally like it's where you watch those and you're like oh this is where that music came from yeah so um, but this one Giacchino ties in tones tones from that from that first score and he also ties in stuff from um uh oh my goodness what, what, where is this Dark Knight yeah what's the what's the the the, the, the Hans Hans Zimmer, Hans sorry. Zimmer. Oh, I don't know either. Okay, so he he also ties in a lot of Hans Zimmer stuff from the the Dark Knight series, and it's it's just the most amazing score. So like that permeated through the movie, like was making me like like I loved that. I was so drawn in to, to that movie, um, along with the visuals. I love gritty stuff, right? Like something that this movie did and did not back away from was like. It was super. It took itself super seriously, right? Like it was no. It was. It was the furthest thing from a Marvel movie. It was like, no. Like we really think this stuff is serious. Like, if if the Dark Knight series was the most gritty of the superhero movies, like this is just plummeted past it, yeah. right? This is like, I mean, you're getting f bombs dropped in like the first couple scenes. You like the first scene, a guy gets murdered like with with. With kind of like it was pretty. It definitely kind of felt like they wanted to have yeah. an R rating, and, and, yeah. and like at some points it seemed almost like a horror. Like you had the you had the high pitched squeaks like seven. You had the high pitched squeaks on on the, on the, like the violins when somebody jumps out of the corner, mm-hmm. and 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 it was a very so I loved all of those elements. I loved seeing Batman in that light where he was like he was he he was he walked around slowly, looked at yeah. people, and you find out later so, it's because he's analyzing people with, with his with his you yeah. know contact. And, and I actually loved like. You know, it's always like the the Batman jump scare, mm-hmm. but they had several scenes where you just hear him walking up. So oh, cool! Was, I was in like, the subway would really, be the one. Yeah, that was, it was, it was I, the subway, I, and then it was there was like two other times that that happened. I was like, See, that's a really cool thing because it's building the anticipation and not just having to be like, boo. Uh, well, well, I think that that intro, I think it's the best Batman intro 
I, I think I've ever seen. I think that is the best introduction to Batman I've ever gotten. Like, that is what I want it to look like. The monologue might have been a little much, but I do like a couple of the lines. I love how he, the, the contrast he makes with him being like, they think I'm in the dark. They think I'm in the shadows, but I am the shadows. Right, like, but it was like him journaling, like him. Yeah. And I, li- I re- actually really liked that aspect of it. It's yeah. like him processing what he's doing. And, and he even mentions how he's like, I have to remind myself of this every time I come home from one of my runs. I have to remind myself why I'm doing this and rewatch mm-hmm. all the footage. And so, yeah. like, that intro to him is just, oh, he's just so freaking cool. Yeah. He, he walks out. He doesn't run. He just walks out of the shadows. And they do a good job at connecting the fact that it's like, this is two-year-old Batman. So half the people are like, oh, I know what that sign means. And half of them are like, what are you supposed to be? And so, like, they, they do a great job with all those things. I, I thought it, I, the movie progressively got worse for me, yeah. um, unfortunately. And, and and I think I eventually ended up in a camp that wasn't a, as big of a fan. I don't know if it's below the five or above the five yet. I still have to think about it more, but it's it's definitely floating back and forth. Um, when it got to the point where he's dealing with the cops, right? At first, I think this is a cool scene. Like he's walking through, and like you, you, it's the camera POV, and all the cops are looking over at him. But it's like it, Gordon's not the police commissioner. At this point, I'm like. How is he just bringing this random civilian who's not just a civilian? Like, the well, cops okay, have a so lot of motivation to even hate him at this you, point. You can because most of them are consultants, though. So, like, they're, they're and they didn't explain it, but there are ways that he could bring Batman into the scene. And something that the second time, I kind of vouched for, like, like it made a little more sense. And I don't know if this is me doing the writing for them, and I, I don't like when movies make you do that, but. He, like specifically there was a note that said to the Batman right mm-hmm. and so maybe this is Batman's first time coming to a crime scene and mm. if that's the case that's actually really cool yeah because that that emerging into that. into the room where everybody's turning and looking is you it's almost like you're feeling the nerves that he is yeah. like like Batman's probably yeah. also feeling like wow I'm surrounded by cops this is an uncomfortable place for me to be and he kind of depicts that pretty well too and, and that was so that was the impression that I got was that Gordon and Batman have a relationship, right? Because no one else seems to know where the bat signal is. Right. Like, Gordon knows where the... Like, it feels like Gordon set the bat signal up. He has a relationship with Batman. Right. So, like, they meet on the rooftop, and, and he's like, okay, here are the crime things that are going on. Batman, they, they share information. Yeah. And so, this was, like, the first time where it was, like, to the Batman, he's like, okay, you need to come to this crime scene. Like, right. I need you to meet me here. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so... They, they could have... I feel like they could have been more explicit in that, but that was the impression that I got yeah and so overall to give more I guess cliff notes before I go you know scene through scene and we never leave here um overall I thought that again it's very visually stunning the whole film noir filmed very dark super serious is cool at first I really didn't like that they didn't do the whole Bruce Wayne Batman thing but it, it, but, it, but you know, I think ultimately I'm okay. Like like Batman comes in iterations, right? And and at first I was a purist of every, and, and like which didn't make any sense because in my mind it was like like I just had this warped view where it was like oh like the Batman animated series like that's like some guy let's call him like Charlie Charlie wrote Batman and everybody else is just interpreting it and they're not doing it right if they're not making it like that and I didn't realize like. Well, no, Batman's been made in, like, a million different ways. Yeah. He has been campy. He has been gritty. He has yeah. killed people. He has not killed people. He hasn't always been the same. And so I'm kind of okay with being like, all right, let's see which which kind of Batman you create. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and so the the it's, it's like, that's what I think it is. It's like, here's the here are the key elements of the story that you can't change, right? Right. He is from a really wealthy family, and he became the Batman because he was 
his parents were murdered at a young age, mm-hmm. and he channeled that energy into becoming Batman. Like, right. and and the, the exact nuance of that has changed depending on who's telling the story, right? right? Like in in the in um in the Michael Keaton one, the Joker is the person who killed his parents, right? Right. Uh, and some of them, it's just some random thug. In this one, it was uh, probably and they 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 say like right Andy Andy Circus. Yeah, says it was probably Falcon, but he can't verify. Right. Um, so, but you know the the idea that well, his him being an orphan is why. And of course, now I think the the point of the movie there are two there are two morals to the movie. Um, the first moral is you can't be vengeance; you have to be more than that. Okay, and that was the that was the lesson that Batman learned. It took him three hours. No why. And the second lesson was if you're an orphan, you either become a supervillain or a superhero. There is no middle ground. Yeah, yeah. There's no just like normal orphan. It's yeah, like well, no, I got adopted no, by foster parents, and they're great actually. Yeah, like, th- that doesn't happen. I, like I played, Greg, you're living a soccer at, at Yale. Greg, you're you're I, you're delusional. This is the only two possible outcomes. So so again. I, I I was I'm more okay with that and one other thing that initially kind of struck a nerve with me that I didn't like. So I initially didn't like that, but then I said, you know what, that's all right. And I also didn't initially I think I, I misinterpreted the ending where he's like, You can't be vengeance as as thinking that he can't be that at all. Like, hey, you, you no no you you can't go and it was almost it felt like it felt like the line from TLJ from Last Jedi <laughs> when, when Rose is like you don't kill the people you hate you hate the people or you love you hate the people you love <laughs> She's like, you can't don't kill it's the, not don't fighting fight. what you hate it's saving what you love that it's one. like it's one of the worst lines it's it's literally it makes the worst no sense. line it's the worst line in all of cinema but it's, yeah, <laughs> so it's like so how does that change any of your actions like, like yeah it so your sister who at the beginning of the movie was attacking the enemy and heroically died she was wrong. Because she was fighting what she hated? Or would you interpret her fighting as saving what you love? Go ahead and riddle me that, you stupid character that the doesn't have any place. Ever. D- it, anyways, back I'm on. So, to, everyone's on like, target. man, they hoed Rose. I was like, no, I'm, I'm no. glad. That, they hoed Finn. I'm glad they flushed Rose down the toilet. She, yeah. she didn't even use this, so they literally sidelined her. And I was like, really <laughs> Trying to get off of anyways, Last Jedi before we just hate on that movie. Um, anyways. What that, else is there? <laughs> that's, that's what it felt like. When I first watched it, it felt like that was the, the line, the message they were sending at the end with him being like, oh, you can't be vengeance. Like, it's like like he has that big realization moment where he's like, he jumps out and he cuts the wire and he almost has like this baptism, you know, comes out of the water. And now he just wants to help people. And like, I'm, I was laughing the second time I watched because it was like, hey, they're in this flooded area. And he brings them... To, not to so a deeper flooded, to a flooded like he, area. He's walking and he's going d- deep and, down and the water. Like, like, and it's not helping Batman. And I'm like, I'm like, Batman, if I'm being honest, anybody could have done that. And like, honestly, those people could have done that themselves. And then he's like, he's up on the roof and he's, oh, let me let me grab this person and give them to an EMT person. I'm like, Batman, anybody can do that. Yeah, and so, so when I first watched it, I'm like, if the message is, I can't be vengeance, I have to do these things. I'm like, no, that's so... St- and like, I, that's why that one grinded in my head and for a little bit I hated it for a little like I know it's, it's only it's been brief that I've watched this but for a little while I was like this is the worst movie ever and then really? after yeah, it really was because really even after we watched Batman and Robin <laughs> well because if that's the message if the message is you can't be Batman you can't be vengeance you have to be hope the message then I'm like well no that's this is the worst Batman movie ever Batman is vengeance and the second one I slowly re- like I realized a little bit more he wasn't saying abandoned vengeance he was saying my idea of becoming vengeance, which I've been so far, everybody even calls him vengeance, right? Because that's all he does. Hey, who are you? He says, I'm vengeance. And half the characters call him vengeance. They're like, hey, what's up, vengeance? Like, that's what Penguin calls him. That's what Catwoman calls him. Um, but at the end, he was like, 
it's not really working. Like, everybody's still corrupt. I have to be more than vengeance. I have to also be hope. And I'm like, all right, I can get behind that. Like, and it didn't look like he was saying abandon the, the punching and the fighting what's, like, whatsoever. He was just saying I need to, I need to add some more. Like, yeah, I can't I, be such a, a depressed sad boy. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> that make that actually makes more. I'm, yeah, I'm okay and, with that. And, and I think that was, like, the point was, and, and that's why he had the, like, the Bruce Wayne, the very small Bruce Wayne bits we had were his conversation with the mayor of, like, you have all this money, you can be doing more. And Bruce Wayne is like, I don't, you know, he, he, when he's talking to Alfred, he, he, he says, I don't care about that life at all. Right. And so I think the, the lesson for Batman was, he was like, oh, as long as I go beat these thugs up, right. that's sufficient. And it's like, no, you have to go the further step. Right. And it, it, it so I, I think the subway scene kind of highlighted that where he beats up all the dudes and then the other dude is the good the, guy. The, good, the, the guy he saved is like, don't hurt me. And he's like, whatever. And it's like, walks away. Right. right. Whereas at the end of the movie, if that Batman had done that, he would have been like, let right. me he, help you. He would have helped yeah. the guy right? out. Yeah. So. And, and, and like they, and, and they, they accent it too with like, he beats up the guy at the end and the guy at the end's like, I'm also justice. And he, or, yeah, or, vengeance. I'm, I'm, I'm vengeance. I was going to, I was going to ask you guys about that. I, is that, was that supposed to be a realization? Like, so, so what yeah, was, that was supposed I, to be I, I him. Think, I think it's his realization that you can, if you're just vengeance, that, it can be bad yeah, or just good. That motivation can be, can be used by anyone. So it's like, how am I different than this dude? Exactly. Right. And, exactly. and that's yeah. why initially when I thought, when I saw it, I was like, are they just saying vengeance is always bad? Because yeah. that's, that's stupid. I don't, I, like, I think that's a silly line. But what I think they're saying is that if you're just vengeance and nothing else, you could be bad or good. Right, and, right, and, right. Can, and so he's, right. like, he's like, oh shoot, I have to be more than just the image of vengeance mm-hmm. right. to scare these people because I'm also kind of scaring the good people. Like, right. you get and, examples and I of that. I think that was that was his. So I think that actually was those were strong points yeah. in the movie. They turned from like this is horrible to actually I was like, no, that's pretty cool, especially because if he's two years old, he's growing in this, and yeah. so he's like, okay, now I'm going to become more the real Batman. But I there were still a lot of problems oh, there's a lot of problems. But I, I, you know, I think it was you know that when he met the Riddler, that was his come to Jesus moment of, oh, I kind of inspired this. By saying, look, I'm taking the law into my own hands, just beating the snot out of people who I see as bad guys. Right. And that's what Riddler was doing. And so Batman's like, oh, I need to also be setting an example of, yes, I'm beating up bad guys, but I'm also I'm also benevolent. Right? I'm not just a ball of anger running around punching people. Right. I'm also, you know, but he, clearly but, doing, clearly doing the right thing. And I think the thing that thing. they didn't accent enough was he was like... I'm not killing bad guys, right? Like, that's, yeah. like, I think that's where the Nolan Batman was so quick to be like, no, what I'm doing is right, what you're doing is wrong. Right, Let's right. Ma- Like, the movie made that very clear, and this one's kind of like, oh, well, maybe, maybe yeah, Batman. And, and, and I, I didn't yeah, like yeah. that. And, and it's always, I, I didn't I like think, that. And I think Nolan, Nolan will nail it, because Joker's like, we're the same, and then and, and Batman's like, uh, no. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> and, and you instantly get, and I talked to, to Liam about this after the movie, right? So, like, the big thing that, and this is, this is the most disappointing part of the movie to me. Mm-hmm. I understand that Batman's young, right? I understand we're going to get development. They did a decent job of this, although although the, the the flying off the building scene where he hits his head is a little intense. Like, he should he should have been dead. Like, he would have died. Like, 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 there's not even... I don't care what kind of helmet you have on. Like, that that was an absurd. Like, it was, it was, it was comically... He slapped his head against an overpass, flying off of a building, and then he was like... Oh, better go walk, and I'm like, he brushed what it off in the real quick. So like, dirt on it. So like, again, I, 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 like, I know what they're doing, right? Where they're depicting that he he's young the, and he's he making mistakes. Some beer on it, and he was good to go. <laughs> but, but like, he's that, anyways. But you still, he still needs to be Batman who wins, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like, I'm sorry, and 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 this is, and it's hard to explain this, but I'm gonna do my best. The movie either needs to 
show you and represent that Batman actually lost, and that this was a big point, like like Empire, right? Like 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 Return of the Empire, like. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, is that one? Is that the one with Don Draper? <laughs> the, the Empire Strikes Back. Empire Strikes Back. Yes. The Empire Strikes Back ends on a very Fake low Star Wars fan. Ends on a very low note. <laughs> I bet you like the Last Jedi. But the movie reinforces the fact that this is not good, right? The movie doesn't pretend that that's good. The movie right. is not ending with like happy music and everybody's running off and they're singing with the right. Jawas. Right. But and you're also, like, wait. There's also a note of hope because they they find Luke. And, and there's clearly another movie. But this one, it almost ends like we've done it. We and you're, and you're confused, <laughs> and you're confused because you're like, not only did everything, and maybe this is maybe the only thing that didn't happen that they really wanted to happen was that his thugs didn't shoot as many people as they presumably did. I mean, they probably shot a lot of people. No, see, We're see, going to assume that a lot of them got shot. Like, what you don't understand is that this was actually like the secret trailer. Oh, sorry. My personal friend Matt Reeves told me, and they forgot to put this in oh, in the end credits. Okay. Oh, God. They forgot to put in oh, the scene Matt. where it's actually <laughs> a trailer. Yeah, my boy Matt, Matty, Matty oh. R, as I call him. Oh, yeah. Um, he forgot to put in the scene where it, it shows that it's just a trailer for Aquaman two. Oh, <laughs> Aquaman right. two. that's weird because we saw Aquaman two as the trailer to this movie. <laughs> Yeah, which is like, like Inception. He's like, Ooh, let's go up to Gotham. <laughs> he just pokes his head up and he's like, the whales. <laughs> but but anyway, yeah, yeah. So so this whole movie, right, has been like again, like everybody everybody says it. Oh, I liked seeing Detective Batman. I did too. I liked seeing. It. The problem is at the at the at the end, you're like, he's the worst detective ever. <laughs> this guy's an idiot. Because okay, all he did was solve pretty seeming like like he solved riddles instantly which was like wow that's impressive but like they're whatever they're riddles and then he he, he trailed behind riddler the whole way which riddler's smart that's fine whatever in in these movies right and to reference the nolan ones again we have batman trailing behind the joker at times and trailing behind rachel ghoul and he's kind of doing his best to keep up and, and and trying to get in front of him but at the end what happens he, he beats him, right? And he usually wins because he has hope in Gotham. Like, that's kind of, he's, yeah. like, that's the backbone of his character. And I'm not saying that this iteration has to be exactly that, but it kind of seemed like Riddler was like, no, Gotham's corrupt. And he's like, all right, like, let, let's go stop. He, he, this is his next target. Boom, kills that guy. Gotham's corrupt. Oh, who's his next target? Let's go get him. Boom, kills that guy. Gotham's corrupt. And you're like, all right, so wait, he's kind of just cleaning up Gotham in a really brutish way. Gotham is actually corrupt. You haven't pointed to anybody good yet, except for uh, comically all the minority characters are the good characters, right? Like, so like, it, like, is it is it is it any is it any like 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 coincidence that like Catwoman's black and then like the new chick running for governor's black and then Jim, Jim Gordon, the only uncorrupt cop, is black and all the other white people are terrible. All the fat cat white and, 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 and then e e e even even Catwoman's little like throwaway line where she's like, "It's all these rich fucking white people that everybody cares about." And I'm just like, yeah. "All right, it's like, oh, you know these crime lords? It's white privilege, like." What does so, that have to do with them? So crime? They're crime lords. They shoot people who disagree just, with them. Just, That's not white privilege. And it's so sad because like it came on the heels of such a good line right. by Batman where he was like he was like she, was, the name? she, she was like oh you're, you're not gonna help me kill this guy for my friend he's he's like your friend like their actions to her consequence like mm -hmm. like their consequences to her actions. And she's like, how could you say that? And I'm like, okay, that's the most sane thing yeah. anybody could ever say to, like, criminals. It's like, I'm sorry. I'm like, like, that's obviously sad. I didn't want your friend to die. 
but she got involved with the wrong people. Like, like, like there are consequences for her actions, clearly. And she's like, it's just these rich pe white people. And I'm like, how is that a response to that? <laughs> like, like, anyways. Everyone's so, just clapping. I, I, yeah, I, I, won't, I won't harp on that for long. But, like, um, by the end of the movie, it's just seemed like, one, the Riddler has killed a bunch of corrupt people in Gotham. Batman has not done anything about it. Riddler comically has a really crappy, clunky thing devised for Bruce Wayne, and it doesn't kill even Alfred. <laughs> and it's like, oh wow, you <laughs> happen to do the one really embarrassing thing to like. All the other ones were like amazingly thought out, well, and like fair, he just killed like, the these first people. One is he just like beats him over the head. Well, he sneaks into his house and he yeah, beats him okay, up and he takes that, his that face was the together. Thing. When it, when we actually see the Riddler, it's like freaking Jamie Foxx before he became Electro hyper nerd, like pasty pasty. Mm -hmm. Noodle them guys. That's, that's the idea. How did he climb up into his sky? Like he had to. He was like, <laughs> oh, I'm not physical like you. I'm like you, you climbed a four story building and snuck into this guy's skylight without him noticing. That was pretty stealthy. Beast. Like, like clearly you have some physical chops, or you just have like a stealth helicopter that's just but, dropping you in. But places. then he he gets the next guy at the gym and he traps him in the weird saw machine, and then and then he gets in the back of the guy's car, and then for Bruce Wayne he just sends him a letter, and I'm like. That seems wildly convenient. It right, seems right. almost it, as if like, that why character would you not had... that one personally. Yeah, like it seems like that character might have had plot armor. <laughs> That's why he didn't blow up all that plot armor. Well, I was I was <clears> expecting. <throat> Like Alfred, or, or to get kidnapped. Well, I thought, yeah. that's the, I thought that would have been interesting. Like he goes to capture Bruce Wayne, and oh shoot, Bruce Wayne's actually Batman, and this is going to be a lot harder than you think. And that becomes an interesting scene. But instead, it was like, I'm going to send you a letter that's going to blow up, and it's not even going to kill. Like, were you really afraid Alfred was dead? No, I was not. Like, I was like, okay, no, it's going to blow up, and even. And so I'm like, well, that was a really silly. I, this guy's a super genius. Has captured all these people, and then he was like, but we didn't get Bruce Wayne. I'm like, you sent the guy a letter, and it said, please give to Bruce. Wayne. <laughs> and Bruce Wayne didn't even open it, and you're like, darn. And you, these things, you know he's so wealthy, he has to have servants. I mean, yeah. like, what a silly concept. And then, and then, yes, you mentioned it briefly, like, how did that turn into, and then my final plan will be to blow everybody up. And it was like, it's like, what? Are we watching the, like, Batman had to be like, and, like, I was just confused because, again, and, again, the tone of the movie was just like, and now he found out the plan. I'm like, oh, he's finally going to stop his big... Yeah. Okay, he didn't stop it. Now, well, oh, now what are we doing? He only found out the plan because the cop who happened to be there oh my gosh. happened to know that that thing happened to be a carpet removal service, which is an oddly specific thing, yeah. a specific piece of knowledge that you would only know if you were in that business, and this cop just happened to have an uncle who knew that and that passed the knowledge and the him. Cat, like, and the cop literally hated him until two seconds later. He's like, what are you doing here? And then he's like, oh, by the way, that's a cop at clean, whatever. The but, cops are the real heroes. <laughs> Dude, talk about some of the accents. It, with the, with the one guy, it's like, it's like, hey, hey, Jim. You got two minutes in here before you I come back inside. Before, before my asthma attack is over. <laughs> also, Jim, I'm sorry, Jim, Jim, Jim I, I Gordon. I drink some water and it went down the wrong place. I'm sorry, Jim Gordon in that movie was just, just useless. Irrelevant. I'm okay, sorry, so, it, it, especially the second time. He literally is nothing. like, he's like a frat boy following, every scene he walks in, he's like, he's like, oh my god. <laughs> Jeez. What? Man. Whoa. He's a little like if Damien was following around. Here. He's like, like he literally every scene would just. Don't you hate on my boy Damien like that? How dare no, you? but again, like he just trophy. Take it back. He, okay, take it back. He walks in and he's like, Christ. Every single scene, or he yeah, says, yeah. he says, Jesus. Jesus, one of the two, and, and then and, and then, then he goes start, and then he proceeds to offer then, a prayer for <laughs> all the people. And, and, and he's very religious with, with his with his confused face. He's like. 
any of this make any sense to you, Batman? And I'm like, how did you get a job? Like, you're useless. Like, you're. And then, and then the scene where he's like, you're gonna have to punch me and run away. I'm like, all right, listen. First off, that scene makes zero sense. I'm so sorry. Like, give that, us the room. That scene makes. Z- I can convince no, you to so what? So many what? things did, about did, that. Did that, that might that might be the biggest. No, yeah, that is. That, that might be the biggest inhaler. plot hole of the whole movie because the problem is okay. You have a civilian of whatever stature. He's a vigilante, whatever. He gets blown up by a bomb. He gets blown Sweet up blank. by a bomb, and he's on the ground unconscious. To be fair, everyone understood that it was his and, fault. He saw the timer on the neck, and he was just like, "Yeah." And they all and they all <laughs> grab him, and they're like, "Quick, bring him to the police station to not arrest him, just to lay him down." Nobody was like, "Take him to the hospital. He's dying." Even Jim Gordon at that point would have been like, "Yeah, I kind of like this guy. He's he's for sure not doing great. He took a a, a bomb to the face." Let's get him to the hospital and let's try Miraculously, to save him. Miraculously, his chin he, was completely unscratched. He, he wakes up just just in like an interrogation room, I'm assuming, some kind of room, and they're all just kind of looking at him. Nobody's taking his mask off. And then he gets up and they're like, whoa, 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 yeah. whoa. So, and that's the thing. Like, they, they, like, Jim, what are they doing? Like, Why are they here? Yeah, and that's the thing that made a very little sense that, that Gordon was not the commissioner, yeah. but still clearly had some position of power. Of where power, he, yeah. he, All the cops, what he would tell them, the cops, even the dirty cops, they listened to Gordon. Yeah, even so, the dirty ones, which is, like like most of them were corrupt, which is the which is the biggest and, reason and why that doesn't make sense. this is what I didn't understand, me. was right, he sends Selena into the club and with, the, with the eye things, yeah. and it's like, Tagging all the people and it's like, damn, it's the DA and this person and that person and this person. And then doesn't just like give Gordon a file like, oh, by the way, all these people are dirty. Right. <laughs> it, it did like, seem... I have video evidence that it all these people seem are, are dirty. Like, I, I did feel... Okay, so one of Batman's main, I would say, foundational things, right, that you can't change, one of his superpowers, if you will, is that he's uncorruptible, right? He's not like other superheroes. Batman is uncorruptible. That's part of the reason why he thrives in Gotham, which is so corrupt. Like, it's one of his deals. He doesn't. He's not corrupt at all. And he seemed a little fishy in this movie. He walked. He, was, he walked in and was talking to the penguin about certain information, and literally saw a drug deal happen in front of his face. And he he didn't even bat an eyelash. He was just like, he looked at him, grabbed a huge wad of money, handed her this huge stack of of, of drops, and she walked out of the room. And then he continued to talk about what he wanted to. Well, it seemed in, very in case, much. So in that case, I think he was gathering information. Right, he, he was, was Bruce he was, Wayne. Yeah, Bruce yeah, Wayne. I guess. I, but I just like it, it. Didn't seem very Batman. It seemed like it seemed very strange. That whole that whole yeah, scene where he walks weird. in, he beats up a bunch of people, but then he gets to the penguin, and then he's fine. I, I was and really like, expecting to be, to, for him to say, "You really just gonna do that in front of me." I mean, I mean, like, it was yeah. And, and to get back to the cop scene, and this is what confused me: after that cop scene, he's fine with the cops. <laughs> Yeah, he goes and takes yeah, yeah, the guys yeah, yeah. out of the that's club. That's right. That's right. That was that was really weird. Okay, so what was so funny about the cop scene is he's like running through the GCP, which is massive, like stupid big, and it's just like it's piles. Yeah, this is it's just it's like a, it's just like a wave of cops just like flowing. It, it, it was comical. Just like it's just like it's the Matrix ah, too. Just like a stamp- yeah, all, yeah. It's it just all, like it's a st- this, this stampede of people just like. There are no cops on the street. At yeah, all. Yeah, like they all were all in that room, that just, just like... not taking his mask off, just staring at him, not oh taking him. To, not one of them was like, "This guy's probably this guy's dying." Weird. This guy's probably going to start <laughs> smelling. Like, why, why did we bring him here? Did anybody think to bring him to the hospital? Like, was, um, that was the strangest scene to me in the movie. So, so to go back to what I really liked when they were like, "Oh, Batman's meticulous." And and dedicated and a little bit um, not psychotic um, neurotic about 
taking notes and going back over the events with his eye cameras and all of this to make sure he doesn't miss a thing, right? Um, and then for the rest of the movie, he is purely reactionary. Yeah. He is one step behind Riddler the entire time. And so probably, okay, so Penguin, why was he in the movie? Catwoman, I understand her role. Their romance, the romance like, was, was confusing. Didn't provide even, a lot. E- even the second time, I was like, "Where is this chemistry yeah, where coming from?" Where did this chemistry from? come from? It, it, it came from nowhere. Um, <laughs> especially considering like they didn't have any conversation. I mean, some random dude in a mask. Like, come on, dude. Um, anyways, well, okay, this but, is... but 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 uh, where was it going? Right. I do not like Gimp Riddler, and he's just like. Yeah, the, the gimp suit Riddler. <laughs> the gimp suit Riddler. I, gimp first of all, suit. I hated that. Well, But the Riddler in this movie is just a plot device. All he's doing is moving the plot forward. You don't actually see him until the very end of the movie. So he's not actually like... Other than when he just mysteriously, you know, ninja appears behind his victim. Mm-hmm. He, he's not actually yeah. like present in the movie. And, and I think that... This is this is what these movies struggle to do, and and it is it's a, it, it's hard it's hard to do this when you're trying to take, because <laughs> Batman's villains, although Batman can be a gritty character in the comics and 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 in the animated series, his his villains are some of the most colorful, strange villains mm-hmm. of all. Like n- like, and, and the hard thing is that like when you do Batman, you think okay, he's a human, so we can make this personal and gritty. Doesn't have to be supernatural, but the problem is. When you're dealing with human villains, like with, with non-human villains, you can make them however you want. It's not that absurd to see a purple alien walking around in a gritty universe, like whatever. Like like it's it's an alien for all we know. That's how they look. But when you're dealing with like real people dressed like 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 the way that Batman's villains are, where it's like his villains are the Riddler. It's like it's 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 a really really bad guy who makes riddles. It's like it's like all that sounds good until you say that he's making riddles. Because then what you're left with is we well, have to make him crazy. Yeah, you have to make oh, him crazy, okay. and that's why all the so, villains end up being Joker. So I, I'm yeah. going to spoil a major Batman story. Okay, um, there's a Batman story called Hush that's regarded as one yeah. of the best Batman storylines. I saw the movie, and um, I don't know if the movie followed exactly, but basically, like someone okay. is going around like doing these horrible killings. Um, someone who knows who Batman is, and it turns out that it's the Riddler, and Batman's like shocked. He's like, you were always kind of just the goofy villain. Yeah. And it's like this big twist of, of Riddler was like, I, I figured out who you are and I was sick of being this low-key criminal and not beating you. Right? Because the Riddler's whole motive mm-hmm. is to prove he's smarter than Batman. Mm-hmm. And this yeah. is like the Riddler figured out who Batman was, still couldn't beat him, so resorted to this. And then in the end, he was like, I regret doing it. So it was like a really, really interesting emotional storyline where where Riddler is like goes outside of his own weird code of right. I just want to prove I'm smarter than Batman. Um, well, that's th- pretty cool. That's where which, like which is what which is what this Riddler, neither this Riddler nor the Jim Carrey Riddler, really captured was it's 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 intended to be, and I was really hope that's what my really high hopes for the Riddler in this one because it's supposed to be a battle of wits. It's a chess game, right? And Riddler is willing to put people at risk and break rules and do things like that. But his ultimate goal is to show that he is smarter than Batman. And I thought that, I thought that out of any of the characters, you could try to make it happen because, like, somebody who I thought he might be a lot, about, a lot like, and this is, I know this is one of your favorite movies, is is almost something like a Hannibal Lecter, yeah. right? Yeah. So Hannibal yeah. is is as menacing as they come, but he's very calm when you talk mm-hmm. to him, and like, 
there's a great line in the movie, the, the uh, Red Dragon, which is the third. I think it's the third, the the, the third movie in that trilogy, um, where in, if you don't know, like it, that one follows the detective who actually put him in jail in the first place before Starling, uh, whatever meets her, um, and so it's about him putting him in jail and then having a case of his own where then he has to go back and he's having like panic attacks because he has to go back and face him. And so he goes back and he's having this conversation with him and they're both geniuses and they're going back and forth and he's like, well, um, he's, he's like, stop like pampering me. Like you caught me. So you must like, you must think that you're smarter than me. He's like, no, I don't think I'm smarter than you. I just like, you just had disadvantages. And he goes, what's my disadvantage? He's like, you're a psychopath. And they both just sit there for a second and it hits you. You're like, wow, this well put together guy. He talks very eloquently. He really is a psychopath. And I was like, you can do that with supervillains, right? Like, you could have the whole movie somebody like that playing the Riddler, who the whole time is talking very, like, and, and he's not afraid to show himself, but he knows he's smart. But at the end of the day, you have a smarter guy on the other end. And I was like, that scene did it really well in The Red Dragon, where you're like, every time that Anthony Hopkins was in the room, it was like, okay, you're the smartest guy in the room. E even with Clarice, like, he was the one educating her the whole time. And this is the first time where you're talking to the detective that caught him. And so you're like, finally, I'm in a room with somebody who's just like him, but he's good. Like, that's his advantage. His advantage is that he's not crazy. He doesn't want to eat the people he's trying to yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like, so all of a sudden he has, and so that's what Batman would have had over the Riddler, who's like, the Riddler's a genius, but he's crazy. Like, like, and in this one, they just, they just made him the Joker again. Yeah. He was yeah, just the just Joker. He, he was just like, ah, I, I grew up worrying. And he could like, it was like every word that he went to say took 12 minutes to say. And I, and I noticed yeah. it more and the it, second time where it, he was like, he's going to say things. just like, and I'm like, oh my yeah, god, so get through what you're saying. <laughs> but anyways, I think it's I think it's hard like acting. Yeah, it's it's hard to make such kooky villains either not campy. Again, it's, a, it's like again, if you're either doing campy or or um, gritty, if they're gonna be gritty, they all like they all have to just have mental problems. Yeah. And that so that's why I think and and Batman Begins I think does this as well, well too. But Arkham Asylum I will point to the best example of this is they make. The villains, obviously, they keep out some of the stupider ones, but they make the villains like legitimately menacing. Yeah. Um. So you know, like Riddler is insane and desperately trying to prove himself to Batman and getting more and more frustrated as you beat his riddles. Mm -hmm. Um. And uh, you know, Joker's insane and kind of running the whole thing. Uh, then you have Rachel Ghoul who's doing his own thing. So ev everyone's everyone's got their own things and they're like overlapping spheres of their of what they're trying to accomplish, but they're all really well done and. And menacing and Scarecrow is one of the best and Scarecrow there's like a whole horror element that because of Scarecrow which again Batman Begins kind of does the same Batman thing is great. It, it captures this horror element of this let's be honest kind of ridiculous character yeah. but makes it into this pretty terrifying thing um, so ironically I think and I'm, I'm not being biased here at all don't, don't even start with me Greg um, I honestly think here it is. that the, the Adam West Batman had the best Riddler because Right. If you remember, I would probably agree. If you remember, he's, he keeps sending the messages, and all the other villains are like, "You just gave away our position. Like, why? Why do you keep sending them riddles? They're gonna find us." And he's like, "I have to. It's me versus him. I have to send these riddles." It's like, it's like his, his whole neurosis. thing is that he wants to send him a riddle that he's not gonna get. Exactly. And he's gonna stump him. Yeah. Exactly. And they kind of somewhat inverted that, where it's like he's reaching out to Batman because like hey, Batman's just like me. You know, I, I'm he's a kindred spirit, so I'm gonna send him these riddles and he'll crack them and you know. It's like me. this is what I, like imagine a scene like this. Imagine at the end of the day, Riddler had this big plan, and it got stopped by Batman. And Batman is standing over him, and he's got his foot on his chest because he's Batman, and that's awesome. And he's looking down at the Riddler, and he takes a, a few deep breaths, and, and he's like, 
you had me beat. Like, why did you give me those riddles? Like, like, why did you give me a chance? And the Riddler would be sitting there looking up and saying, you don't get it. He's like, he's like, you're my, you're the only reason I'm doing this. If I'm not smarter than you, none of this matters. Yeah. Something I, like that. Something like, like that. That is a compelling, that's a compelling Batman story. Whereas this right. one was mainly like, it mainly felt like a movie about the development of, of, of a detective. Yeah. And, and then the, the, Batman really played no role in that movie. And this is And then but, to go back to the ending. Oh sorry, continue. Finish what you're gonna say. Well what I want to do at the end, right before we right before we get off, is I want to do a thought experiment and I'll need your guys' help. I want to try to figure out if we took Batman out of it, what the movie would have looked like. I'm pretty sure it would look the same. I'm pretty sure. Pretty right. sure the same exact stuff would happen. Before, continue. Before we jump into yeah. that, that ending was not good. Yeah, um agree. And, and it's like so so the Riddler does everything he wanted to do. Let's himself get caught, and it then turns, he turns like, himself in. Yeah, it turns himself in, and then he's like, "Oh no, Batman! You didn't figure out my master plan." And I almost wanted to be like, "Oh, you fool! I had another plan the Doctor, whole time." Doctor Evil, it's like Doctor, like ridiculous, like bro. And it was not consistent with his character no, to was, all of a sudden was, just flood was, everybody. And oh it, no, you're not as smart as I thought you were. What do we do? I guess I'll just blow up the whole city for no reason. And again. How did he know that his plan didn't quite get all... For all he knows, he's watching, looking out his window, watching Gotham flood. He won. Yeah, maybe the prison guard told him. <laughs> oh, by the way, bro, only 90% of the population is dead. Yeah, Suck how it. many people died from that flood? Yeah, uh, like, it seems like everybody. Yeah, it seems like, like all of Gotham. Well, well everyone's, got, everyone's come to the uh, stadium, and there's like 200 people on the roof. What's the population <laughs> of New York City again? A lot yeah, more millions. Good thing you saved that little bo- that little boy and the uh, the mayor. Yeah, <laughs> the important white privilege the saving another white kid. <laughs> All right, let him die. <laughs> All right, so before we go, let's let's do this thought experiment. I want to figure out what happens if Batman doesn't doesn't isn't in the movie. So let's. Well, okay. If Batman's if Batman doesn't exist, okay. Uh, Riddler doesn't get inspired. Uh, the movie doesn't happen. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> Next question. Okay. So so this movie happens and Riddler. Okay, Riddler does his first death. Okay, and he has the clue to the Batman to find a thumb drive that ultimately okay, so, posts the so, pictures online. Yeah. So, 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 so let's so say here we have Batman doing the Riddler's dirty work. Okay, one. that Warhead. made me angry because like any IT guy would tell you, don't put that USB drive in anything that's connected to the internet. You freaking <laughs> idiots! I was like, wait, I thought again, they did that because they just again, had, he just had this laptop. Again, right? Gordon, Gordon just being like, being a really oh, bad right. cop. Thumb, thumb. Was, okay, thumb so, 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 okay, wow, so tell me if this, if this kind of resonated with you. It really felt like it was a movie that was set in the 70s, but everyone had smartphones. <laughs> right? Like, the feel of the <laughs> streets and everything, yeah. like, yeah. it really felt like, it really felt like that, that vibe yeah. of a really old That's movie. A That's a good point, actually. Except everyone had smartphones. <laughs> yeah. It was like a mob. It was like yeah, a yeah. 70s mob movie. With yeah. I really thought everyone was, like, walking around with Tommy guns and freaking... Okay, freaking penguin is literally just like, yeah, well, who's this guy over here? We got, he got the gabagoo. He's got the gabagoo. Oh my gosh. Um, nice he didn't need to be in that movie. Okay, so it's okay. So Batman doesn't capture. Obviously, see, uh, Riddler does his first murder. Batman assists him with the help of uh, Dumb Man Gordon to mm-hmm, post mm-hmm. all the pictures online. So he's in the he's in the red. So he's so yeah, right, right now, now he's done. He's, he's literally impact. he's but, literally. But eating. here's the thing about that: like even if the police like it, it's like oh it, it's it got sent from Gordon's personal email like that wouldn't matter. Press would still run with that. Right. Oh yeah, Gordon would be canceled. Um. <laughs> canceled. <laughs> um so then bam, he he gets the next guy, the DA guy. Uh, the rats eat his face. 
and the next clue is la rada la da, whatever um doesn't save that guy okay so he's going and looking for the rat he goes and has this huge scene with the penguin um and the penguin is like you guys are idiots and you can't speak spanish and they're like, <laughs> it's like don't you guys freaking speak dude, spanish dude, hey that, that, ole hombre <laughs> they, you don't speak espanol in here i love that gordon's like <sighs> Is he right? <laughs> like he's just like they're both so like they both hey, just Google, look like they both. How do you pronounce El Rata? They, they both just look like kids. They they were sitting there like um, that scene was. Really they like looked dumb, at each dumb. other and they're like, "Did we just did we grab?" And then he's like, "Is is a penguin a rat?" And he's like, um, "I guess he could be, but you're not seeing the big." <laughs> like anyways, that, that, so right now Batman Batman's still huge in the red until finally okay he's like oh you're an orphan whatever and then he has a scene where the guy's got the bomb around his neck oh maybe he'll stop him here no nope, blows him up um, okay so right now Batman still has done nothing all right so I'm waiting for the I'm waiting for the Batman and Joker moment in Dark Knight where he's like all right all the people in Gotham are out to blow each other up and then they don't right and the uh-huh. Batman sticks it to him and he's like my faith in Gotham is what beat you and like that's good okay I'm waiting so for that satisfying. waiting yeah. for that moment okay I'm waiting for the payoff with all this build up alright now um okay he, he he catches the rat alright we got the rat before the Riddler could get him okay we get oh wait no this was his plan the whole time he shot him oh, <laughs> oh whoops. okay okay so now I'm in the red even more oh and now he he turned himself in it was a it was a police officer that took him in it wasn't even Batman okay so now the Riddler's captured Okay, well, maybe now Batman can go and talk to him. So Batman goes and yells at him. No, no, you're a psychopath, and I don't like you. It makes Riddler really mad. Uh, But Riddler's got another plan that Batman doesn't know about. So Batman's going to go figure it out. So Batman figures out the plan, and then the plan still happens. And so the plan happens, and now he goes and save some of the people that weren't drowning anyways like those people <laughs> could have walked in that water out of it anyway and and that so. was the end of the movie i'm pretty sure he did nothing yeah I, that's so, where it's like it's not really a, it it seemed like the first episode of a batman series so a three hour <laughs> setup yeah yeah so i thought I, I honestly thought when he when he was like confronting riddler that that was a play yeah but no that was just him coping like no we're not the same like no shit you're not the same batman you haven't been murdering people this is what what this is i I, i'm always just like so frustrated when 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 other villains like we're exactly the same and the superheroes are just like bitch i don't kill people like, like no, th- that's what I was like saying. That's, this is not comparable. Right. That's what like, I was saying. He oh, should have said we're the same because you punched a guy to foil a bank robbery, and I shot an old lady in the face. We're the same. Like no, we're not. It's like that's where the guy on the ground at the end saying, "I'm vengeance." At the end, it shouldn't have bothered anybody. Batman should have like rolled his eyes and be like, "No, you're not. You're you're shooting innocent you're like, people. Yeah, no, I don't do that. I beat people up, grand, like, and I beat people Idiot. up who are hurting innocent people. That's not even close. You shouldn't yeah. be like, oh." We're the same. I, and, I can't and, be vengeance anymore. I was like, no, that's stupid. Like, and, and, and again, the the point of the movie, as far as I can suss it out, is that Batman realizes he needs to become a symbol of hope and not just a, a symbol of vengeance. Because like the whole point of the beginning, that intro, which was really good and effective intro, yeah. is like, oh, the bad guys see the bat signal and they're like, oh no, is Batman in the shadows? Right. Which mm-hmm. I thought was really good. Yeah. But then they didn't really do a good job showing like how do the people, like the general civilians, feel about Batman. We know how the cops, but... The cops are like, hey, you're muscling in on our turf, he's a vigilante, blah, 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 right? We, it, it makes sense why yeah. cops would be antagonistic towards him. But they never showed us how do the people feel about Batman, other than the fact that the one guy was like, saw him and was like, please don't hurt me. Yeah. That was the only hint they gave us. 
if they had done some stuff like Daily Bugle, like I want pictures of Batman, like he's a menace, <laughs> right? And, and shown I us what the, what the public opinion on Batman is, it would have made a lot more sense. Like, yeah. oh, I need to become a symbol agreed. of hope yeah, rather agreed. than just another thug. Yeah. And, and anyways, so I guess in conclusion, I I would. Now you're making I, me I, feel like it should go below uh, yeah, all the Nolans. It, it, <laughs> I, I think I think for me it's it's definitely below the Nolans. It's just not com- a complete movie. It's a little. It's not a little. It's it's definitely too long. Oh, it's it has an amazing score. It's shot amazingly well. It, has... it gives you all the feels. And like, there are some scenes that are super powerful. I mean, I mean, like the scene where he looks over and he sees the kid who's just witnessed the murder and you can already tell and it does something meta right so this one is kind of like the spider-man like new movie where it's like we don't need to show you uncle ben dying because like it's it's meta we know that you guys have watched two spider-mans already and it it goes okay we don't need to show you the scene of of you know like the parents dying like you just we just we know that you did that but in that moment where he sees him it's like you're reminded you're like oh this is batman like he's been through this and he's sitting there with his again and i think this this iteration of batman connects really well with the like heavily deep sighing stare where he's like and he just looks at the kid and he knows he's like this kid's been through some shit and like so have i and he's just like everything else stops and like and that's why i hated the freaking part where like the politician chick at the funeral is like you haven't really been doing anything and you need to give me some money and she goes oh let me go pay my respects but i want to come back and talk to you and i'm like bogus i'm like you're at a funeral you're at a funeral i legitimately thought that she would turn out to be the villain. I, like, would that was, not have been villainous. a great twist? Yeah, I'm watching her. I'm like, I was like, she doesn't seem like a pleasant person. I no. was like, that was such a like, like you are such a gritty, ugly politician to be here at a funeral and like Batman is like ignoring her, looking at the kid, and he's super concerned because like that's what he relates to. He's like, I like I want to go comfort this kid, and he does. He saves him. Um, and at the end, we're supposed to be like, no. Yeah, at the end, we're supposed to be like, oh, she's the future. In reality, he needs to go and pay her money. Because you don't think she's just also another grubby politician? Like, maybe she's not corrupt, but she's a politician. Like, screw her. So, <laughs> just one, one thing that, and it may have been, it, it may have been the Riddler being overdramatic. But when he's like, Bruce Wayne's not the same as me. He grew up, you know, billionaire playboy in the ivory tower. Which, mm-hmm. Yeah, he did. It's like, oh, us orphans, we never had enough to eat. And da, 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 oh my da, 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 da. I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm really sorry, Riddler. It must have been difficult to grow up in an orphanage in the, in the freaking medieval ages during an outbreak of the plague. Yeah. I'm sorry. His description like, running around. His description of the, the, of the orphanage. I'm like, what were, orphanage the, the are you us, I'm like, okay, sorry. Yeah, again, I didn't realize that you were in, like, war-torn Europe in World <laughs> War One. I. I didn't realize you grew up in the trenches of the Somme. Like, I'm, I, I'm really sorry, man. That must have been really difficult. I just didn't, um, but, like... Uh, I, here in America, we have rules of what orphanages can and can't it, do. It wasn't the first jab, though, at Bruce. Like, I didn't like the lighthearted treating of his past. Like, that's always been a heavy thing. Right. right? In everybody in the universe, hero or villain, everybody kind of acknowledged that Bruce has been through some shit. Like, like he, he watched his parents die... He like yes he grew up with money but he he didn't live and like nobody wanted to be him like like he he it was rough like he grew up in a lonely mansion right. by himself and, 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 and had a lot of deep problems and yeah. in this movie it wasn't the first time that people made jabs at being like oh you don't know what it's like and I'm like no he's he's the one hero that does don't yeah. well don't even make... like Catwoman was like shitting all over Bruce Wayne yeah. like not knowing obviously she was talking to him but like she was like. So anti Bruce Wayne. She, she was like, she was and, like, oh, you you grew up with money, didn't yeah, and, you? And I think, and I was like, oh, come on. Like, and, and I think that's one of the things is like, you know, there's still this idea of like, well, if you had enough money, then none of this would be a problem. It's like, okay, we have physical scientific data that says unless you're below the poverty line, in which case, 
yeah, having more money trends with more happiness. But as soon as you get above a certain threshold, which is a very low threshold, it's enough to feed your to feed yourself, right? And and have and you know have a roof over your head. As soon as you're above that threshold, you get you start going down. The, the richer you are, the the less happy you are. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, it, being it, a billionaire did not does not mean he had maybe he had material things and access to certain things mm-hmm. but that means nothing for him as a person in terms of the emotional distance and that's one thing that I think most iterations of Batman have captured well is right. that Bruce Wayne struggles to form relationships yeah. yeah, yep, and is very bad at it because A he, he's been isolated his whole life partly because he's this philanthropist billionaire playboy person who like you know how can you be sure that people aren't just getting close to you for your money right. and also he's so scared of losing people um he doesn't make those that, connections that he that he's scared to make and he, he mentions that he, they did mention that with his his moment with Andy Circus um where he's like I thought I put that like fear ape, behind where me where he said ape together strong um <laughs> Sorry, that was Andy Circus' response. He just he grabbed his hand. And was He's like, like, "Man, these bananas, man, these bananas are good." Are good. <laughs> and and uh, and and then grabbed the ring from. Him. <laughs> anyway, I love you, Andy Circus, but I can't see you as anything but a CGI character. Um, but but they he had that moment where he yeah. said, "I you know I'm not afraid of death. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid of losing people I love." And so you know I thought that was a good moment, even though it was because of the ridiculous like. Well, I showed up for all these other people. I can't be bothered to go to Bruce Wayne's man. I'll like, just send him a letter. It's all the way on the Oh, it didn't work, darn. <laughs> Bummer. I, well, I kept thinking that he was going to try again, and he just never did. I guess he was like, well, I got one shot, and whoops. Well, <laughs> oh, some, man. Some uh, there's, no, there's, no oh, possible way I make a, there's no possible way I can make another attempt on this life. It's not like he's beat some, up security. Well, wait, he didn't? Something I didn't, we, we haven't talked about at all is, and I think they wanted this to hit harder, is the scene where... You think that he's figured it out. You think that he's figured out who Bruce. Oh, that you, was such a weird you, you, red. You herring? think you think that he's figured out who who Bruce is, right? Like like that's why. And they're like, so so he's sitting there with Gordon, and he's looking at all the, the pictures on the wall, and yeah. it slowly starts to lead you to believe that that Riddler's final thing is going to be exposing Batman. Mm-hmm. And then he even says it. He looks at Gordon, and he's like, I think his last target's me. And I think this whole thing's about. I think it's the end of the Batman. Yeah, and, and I lean over to Greg. And, so the movie's almost over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, he goes, he goes. I think it's the end. The end of what? The Batman. And then then he goes credits. So, so, yeah, yeah. So the Batman's about to end. And and then so so then he goes there, and of course then he starts saying it, Bruce Wayne, and he starts talking whatever, and then he's like, we almost got him, and then all of a sudden you can see it yeah. in his eyes, and, and it was such a weird but thing I'm to like, say. If you weren't like, hey, audience, I'm gonna lead you on. Yeah, right, like right. like that whole scene was just. I don't know. Like I didn't. I don't think it hit hard. Like I think, no, and I think as a result, hit. we haven't even mentioned it. And I well, think so. I'm they watching it. it to I'm be. watching it, and I was like, so is this was this supposed to be a one off where they went when went to do the full cycle of intro to bat, like Baby Batman to Bat uh, Nightfall all in one cycle? Um, but I mean, like it, it seemed. Then I'm like the, that. So that scene prior to this, where you were telling Gordon that you're about to go down, <laughs> it was like useless. Why? He, Gordon was like, hey, what was all that talk about him? I don't know. No, I just he didn't he didn't figure out who I was. was I thought weird. I was done um, for, man. He's I don't know yeah, what you're talking I, I, about. Uh, uh, the, did I say the end of the Gordon Batman? Like, oh. I, I, I mispronounced. I mean, it's, it's, it's the end of uh, the uh, show that's recently off the air. It's the end of Game of Thrones. Like it was really bad. He agrees. Um, I, I don't know. It was weird. <laughs> it's like, it's a it's weird really, time yeah, to bring that it was, up. But. Yeah, it was like it was out of nowhere. We were. I was like, why did you bring all those people? It was like, I don't know. Also, wasn't Game of Thrones season eight really bad? Yeah, it was so bad. Yeah, really disappointing. Like, I don't know. Anyways. Yeah, um, yeah, it, it, it's, it's again. So I, I didn't walk out of that movie being like, "Oh, it was so good." 
Okay. Yeah, final thoughts, final thoughts. Final thoughts. Didn't hate it. I did like a lot of the ways they portrayed Batman I really liked. Yeah. I hated the fact that he was after that first. I thought the opening of the movie was really strong. Yeah, yeah. Awesome and then they just kind of didn't fulfill on the promise of that opening. Yeah. Um, Batman was really reactionary. The Catwoman romance was bizarre. <laughs> stupid. Um, I didn't. I, I thought her character was fine, um, but the romance part was was uh, not doing it for me. Um, also, their little sexy motorcycle race was really weird. Uh, <laughs> the end. I was so. One doing it for me. One doing it for me. Um, Penguin. I, I. You know. I thought. I thought. Uh, Colin Farrell did a fine job, but then, after you know, now I'm then thinking about it. I'm like, did he actually do anything in that movie? He was literally he was just like a front too. man. He. I mean, Again, it feels like there was a lot of stuff that was kind of sequel bait. Yeah, the most egregious yes. thing, the Joker. Well, they've yes, already announced that they're doing a uh, Penguin spinoff series. That I don't Are you serious that, with Colin Farrell. We, yeah, that makes it, no it, sense. they're going to make a TV series with him already. Seem very interesting. Um, I just hate it when they do it that quickly because yeah. then you just know it's just the ching. It's just like, oh, they liked him. All right, cool, we're making a series, and I'm like, green light it. Yeah. It's, do, you, uh, do you guys see who got a uh, cast as Joker? Oh yeah! No, it, wait, do they announce that? It's, it's the little Irish guy, Barry Coggin. I yeah, think the, he's, he's in the Eternals, the Irish kid. No. Yes. Yeah, the Irish yeah. kid from the Eternals. I actually Druig? think he's, killing, he's killing an a Druig. Yep. He's an amazing actor. I don't know but how he's going to be as the like Joker. Tall and lanky. Yeah, yeah he he's young that. too. Like he's young and like. Well, I yeah. guess Heath Ledger was young. When, when I was listening to the voice, I was like, "This Joker is a baby." We were, we were trying to figure <laughs> out who it was. I thought, he said Dave Franco. I thought it was Dave Franco. Which is not a bad. It sounded looking like back him. on it. It sounded like him. <laughs> now, like knowing it's Barry Coggins, it's like okay, well, okay, I'm, I'm an idiot. It was Conor yeah. McGregor. <laughs> so they like Dave You're Franco. You're not trapped in here with me. I'm trapped in there with you. Conor McGregor's just leaning over and he's just like. Hey, how you doing? We're gonna kill <laughs> the Batman. Who, who the fuck is he? <laughs> I was wondering why he hasn't had any UFC fights recently. <laughs> yeah, he's the new Joker. <laughs> We're gonna kill them all. You'll do nothing. <laughs> who the, who the <laughs> fuck is that guy? <laughs> who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> but yeah, so I thought it had some really good elements. It was one of those movies where I thought there was a lot of potential that mm-hmm. they did not fulfill. And there were some really cool moments. But overall, probably won't watch it again. That's... I feel too. I don't know yeah. if I'll watch it again. I first watch, good, a decent watch. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Oh, we had a good time at the movies. Yeah, yeah no, that uh, was wor- well worth seeing in theaters. Of course, right, for sure. But that's, I think, that's the extent of it. I would also like to mention that at least I don't know what you guys think. I feel like we're in the minority as far as our opinion on this movie. No, I, I actually agree. I've actually been feeling that recently. I'll go and see some movies and be like, that was fine, and then watch the reviews, and everyone's like. Oh! When I watched The Suicide Squad, I was like, eh. yeah. Everyone was like, it was so good, 96%. I'm uh-huh. like, that was not a 96%. Get out of here with your garbage opinions. Like, come they, on. They were comparing it to the other Suicide Squad. Right. Like, I was yes, like, I was like okay, that... if, you, if you're like doing the side by side, then absolutely. Course, but that's 100%. Not how, if, this is, if you're talking about like an objective scale, that was not a 96 That was like a 70. So what I'll say about this movie is there's a thing that you can do in movies that's like a lot of movies struggle with this. Um, it, I'll do my best to explain it quickly. But it's like, if a movie wants you to feel a certain way, but then if you think about it longer, it didn't actually do that thing. I mentioned it earlier where it was like, you want the audience to feel a certain way, but then if you analyze the information that didn't happen, you're like, you want the audience to feel like this and this happened. I think this movie was like, was like the, like the quintessential version of that. It was like, hey, we're going to make it really impactful. The music is going to be intense. The visuals are going to be stunning. He's going to be really, really serious. So when you're watching, you're like, 
oh yeah, this is gritty, this is Batman, oh he's so dark and he's so dope, and at the end you're like, yeah, and you walk away and you're like, that was, and I think that's why everybody that is a casual viewer is just like, it was so amazing, it was so good, mm -hmm. but, it, it, because, and I think that because usually this doesn't happen, usually I'm just like, I'm super nitpicky and I analyze, and I was even start. I felt like I had Ivy blowing that dust in my face in the beginning. I was just like, this was so cool. The, the, the Batmobile scene was so great, all this stuff. And then slowly, as I just looked at the information a little bit harder, and I was like, I actually don't think that those things made any sense. And, and like, and then I watched it the second time, and the second time I was like, oh, big time. There's, there's, a, lot of, there's a lot of confusion. There's a lot of lucky things that happen there's a lot of like we just want our audience to feel this way so that we're gonna we're gonna make them feel this way and i'm like but that's not actually what's happening like 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 there's no information that tells us that like batman is you know who you want us to think he is but anyways i uh i don't know i i it's, i'm gonna need a big break from it i've watched it twice i'm glad i watched it in theaters it hey, is worth seeing hey, in theaters the visuals hey. and the sound are stunning you need a break from it we're up to nolan baby we got the good stuff now. Yeah, it's true. And then we have to watch the worst, 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 but... Which is, yeah. Martha. Um, But I would say, I think I'd probably, after this discussion, probably put it a little below a five. Maybe just below a five. It might be right on a five. It was just, there were some, there's still some good elements. It's still going to make you feel certain ways, and it it's just hard. I imagine trying to show a friend and being excited about it and thinking... I don't know if I want to show you a three-hour movie, man. No, no, it wouldn't be it, a wreck, yeah, movie wreck at and, all. and for that reason, I think that it might even trickle below a five, but it's right around that area. Very neutral. Yeah, and... and oh, sorry. Uh, if you want to finish... Liam. Yeah. I got one more um, thought I want to... I'm finish. good, I'm good. You good? Yeah, do so, it, it's so funny because it's one of those movies, like, you know, a lot of movies, when you think about them, the plot holes start to appear, because when you're in the moment, a lot of stuff is forgivable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and then when you start to think about it, you're like, wait a minute, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. And <laughs> whoa, what's whoa, funny whoa, is, whoa. Uh, like, Dark Knight, Joker's plan is just beyond, it's just bonkers. Yeah. And, it, it, like, it's so meticulous, and, like, everything needs to go exactly what we're There's so many points of, of, like, so many possible points of failure, and it just miraculously all works. But when you're watching the movie, it is just captivating. And you don't even think about the fact that so many things need to go right. Like, it doesn't bother you that everything needs to be absolutely perfect aligned. You're just like, yeah, it just works. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, this movie does not do that. Yeah. <laughs> this movie does not captivate you in such a way that you're that that the, the holes don't appear until you're way past it and thinking about it. At least I'm, not not for me. Um, I, again, I thought there were praise. There were a lot of praiseworthy things in there. I think it's right. a good take on Batman, but I think. It was honestly like I, I it, love it, the direction they went with yeah. him. Like I love, like you said, like the journaling, gritty, film noir, investigator type person. The problem is, he's this one's supposed to be accent his investigating is, is him as a detective, and he, just, and he was the worst detective. Yeah, him and Gordon were a bunch, yeah. bunch of idiots. <laughs> him and Gordon were literally just morons running around like. Like, oh, do, do you think we, we read it wrong? It, it was literally uh, like he, Bill and Ted trying to solve a mystery. <laughs> it's like a buddy buddy <laughs> comedy. Bro. Bro. Um, Thumb drive. <laughs> Thumb drive. Drive. <laughs> um, but anyways, overall, yeah. go see it. Go see it and uh, see it in theaters. It, it's worth seeing in theaters. Yeah, it's, it's, it's big it's a, and it's, it's booming. Visually, it, it's, it's visually good. It, it's worth seeing because then you might not ever want to watch it again outside of theaters. <laughs> and will I watch the second one and be excited about it? I will. I'll, yeah, I'll be. Excited. Honestly, I'll be excited about a sequel. Honestly, for sure. I think the sequel has potential to be better because they've gotten all the. 
the fluff out of the way. I think so too. Well, I and, think so and, too. And I, sure they, I believe. I believe. And if it's a two-hour movie, oh, that would be oh nice. Boy, just <laughs> I, no, less, no, that but. is a good. That is a good point to make. Would I be excited about a sequel? The answer is yes. Very yeah. excited yeah. about a sequel. Yeah. Like I you see, I, I did. Being the Joker, but I did not get that with BVS at all. With Batman versus Superman, I was like, "You killed DC. This is awful." Whereas now, I might not have liked the way that the story went. But the universe they created and the Batman they created mm-hmm. are both awesome. Potential, yeah, a lot of potential. a lot of potential. Potential, awesome. Oh. But did you hear about the they're they're going to release the Snyder cut of the Batman? <laughs> There's only one difference. It's gonna be eight when they're in the club and that stripper's on the pole, they unblurred the butt. It's the only difference. <laughs> <laughs> now that is exciting. Yeah, that I, I was it was so funny because that whole scene when he's killing the, he's he's like beating up the dude in the car, which he didn't even kill him. It's all blurry, and obviously that was intentional. I was like, I wonder if it was this was supposed to be unblurry, and then like you do thirty, and they're like. Just wear it. <laughs> it's PG thirteen. And it's really like a stripper on the pole whose whose ass is in the air the whole time, and it's just blurry. And you're like, this had to be intended to be R. And they were just right. like, how do we PG thirteen? And they kept sending. They it back. show and the just, cut, and yeah, like the they, first reviewers they, are they like, guys, sending, they're like they seventeen kept, boobs yeah. in that movie. We can't do this. <laughs> and they're like, oh, oh, yeah. all right, well, sixteen, sixteen, yeah, sixteen, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 16 boobs, uh, t- four boobs and three nipples. All right, uh, deal. deal. Two of them are Batman's nipples. <laughs> yeah. All right, blur out that ass. Okay, good, good, good. It really does. It, some of the shots, it really feels like they kept putting it back. And like this is too much. Like, okay, we'll blur out the stripper's ass. We'll blur out this dude's head getting stove in, even though he didn't die in that one. Um, is that good enough? Yeah, we're, we're okay with this. Okay, right, right. I guess so. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah. <laughs> There's some uh, interesting directive decisions there that, that really, to me, felt like they wanted it to be R. And yeah. the studio said, it's Batman. It's our flagship. It has to be PG-13 to hit the widest audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. overall? Overall? Uh <laughs> Again, Overall, me- mediocre. I think we all kind of we all after passing around the ball, I think we all kind of landed on it being right around a five. Mm-hmm. Uh, not all that <laughs> spectacular. And I think Liam actually nailed it. I think that is kind of a hot take right now. I, I think people are eating this it, oh, up. It pe- is. Pe- people are losing their well, mind. Let's see, about okay, it. Let's, at least for, within the people that I've talked to. Nope. Maybe I'm talking to some novices. I, I, I saw one Facebook post of a friend of mine that said, "Hot take." I didn't think Batman was very good before I saw it. And so that made yeah, me think that that wasn't, take. that wasn't the main mainstream thought. And it's funny. I allowed like, and I told you this an hour and a half into it. I was like on the train of thinking this could be the best. Yep. This could be better than all the Nolan. Bat- like I am so on board with this and so drawn in. And by the end was like, ah, you just missed it big time. And it was way there's, too long. There's a funny, yeah. there's a funny conversation in the movie theater parking lot. Cause we were like, we're like the re- we're <laughs> lifetime realizing yeah, that it, it wasn't it, as it good really as It really was thought. like we were so excited by the time we got to our cars. We're like, oh yeah! And then by the time we actually left, we were both like, maybe that wasn't that good. And I was like, it's that, it's that, that picture ending. Of, uh, like, I didn't think it makes oh, sense. You're like, I was like, who who was yeah, the comedian? Yeah, who was real? Chris um, Chris Farley, right? That gif of him. He's just like. Just getting angry and angry, like, what did you do? That—that's that's like how yeah. I feel about it sometimes. But it's—it's it's true. And I think I think yeah. As, as trying to to think of how other people are thinking about it, I really do think they're swept away with how gritty and just yeah. kind of like cool so, it was. Like so right now, it's an eighty-five critic and eighty-nine audience. Wow, that is that great number. That is really high. And I can not as high as just, I thought. It was. Suicide Squad was like. I think it should go down after people watch it more sure. and it should go down in the future with people just realizing <laughs> it's a three hour movie and like that's got you got to lose points there yeah. sorry anyways uh, where yeah. can people find you Nathaniel uh, yeah I'm on Twitter at Holy Golem I tweet like once a year <laughs> if that's <laughs> 
literally before we started doing the podcast, my, my only tweets are retweeting me posting Dealing Debated on the Dealing Debated Twitter. <laughs> or Kitchen Chemist. Or Kitchen Chemist. But uh, literally, I hadn't tweeted in four years. <laughs> what are the other things you plug yourself? Oh, the other thing I plug yourself. Well, I had, um, Greg and I do the Kitchen Chemist. We're on a, not a hiatus, but we're on a slower update schedule because no. Greg's just got insane busy right now. The people wanted um, another tasty testers. People wanted testers. another tasty testers. Oh, we've, we've got, got two. One. We've got, got two in, in, yeah, the, in, yeah, yeah. in the works. Yeah. They were green screened, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just haven't gotten around to them. Oh, that's right. I forgot we I'm green a busy screened. Boy. I forgot we green screened those. There were some um, fun episodes. Yeah. yeah, those were those were actually those were tested tasters where we actually had some really good stuff pop up. Yeah, I I, I ended up like I actually went to Super G and got some more ting. It's so good. All right, so they can find you where find me there, uh, there, there, and there. Um, yeah, Perfect. it's this podcast. It's Kitchen Chemist and my Twitter. If you want to see someone who never tweets, um, if you tweet at me, I'll probably respond. Well, you can find me, uh, the most active place I am on is uh, through my work on Facebook. You can find me at Chapter One Films. Uh, you can, I mean, if you really want to follow us on YouTube, again, like Nathaniel said, uh, Kitchen Chemist, The Kitchen Chemist uh, the on kitchen on YouTube. And uh, that's pretty much it. You can email me if you really want to, but uh, you don't have to. Liam, do you want to give any personal contact information? Uh, I'm on LinkedIn. Just Liam Maxwell. <laughs> you want to connect with me just liam i'm the only liam on there you find me on myspace i'm, I'm the AOL. liam i am the liam on linkedin yeah. i think i think my mom posted a highlight uh, volleyball highlight video of me on youtube okay. if you so for those of you that don't, for those of you don't know for those of you who don't know uh liam is like a professional level volleyball player actually well for um, those of you who don't know it's his first time on the podcast nobody knows this great for those of you listening <laughs> for those of you who don't know which is all who of don't you. know the backstory <laughs> they already knew they, they, they're sitting there like greg we everybody knows everybody. That. Oh, they, yeah. they saw the oh, notification yeah. That oh, Liam oh, was. Oh, Liam Maxwell. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. oh, that explains Liam Maxwell. It can't be the. It's not the. There's no way they would get the Liam Maxwell. They're they're way too small time. It is I. It is I. And well, I feel small time in this room. <laughs> if I may reiterate. Well, 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 I hope you enjoyed your your experience here in the Daily oh, Debated. And you're always we love welcome back. You. We'll we'll have a I thrillers episode here. that yeah, you can you can join thrillers, us for. Like where we just go over Michael Jackson's thriller video. I'm totally yeah. That as well. It's a dancing video. <laughs> All right. Well, everybody, is, until until next that. time. Uh, oh, no. Okay, so I, something oh I, I've gosh. been forgetting. No, no, no. This is something I've been forgetting to do at the end of the episode. Okay. If you want to contact us, mm-hmm. we have Twitter at Daily... Oh, you said me, Greg. Okay. Fan, fan questions. You can find us at Dearly Debated on Twitter and DearlyDebated at gmail.com. And I think we have a Facebook group that nobody's in. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Perfect. See you there. Out. Be the first. <laughs> Be the first. Godspeed, Spider. Wait, I don't need to say it. I have... God speak, Spider-Man. Two hours. Two hours. Two hours.